Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to Start Your Engines from the historic Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina, where it's a beautiful day. And we're coming to you, Greg and I are, from the Media Center. Good morning, Greg. I tell you what. It's a good thing you manage stuff good because I ain't never been on this side of it. But I just want to thank everybody for babysitting me. Well, we uh, <laughs> we've uh, had a lot of help getting everything set up down here, and uh, we're in the media center in what's called the radio room, and there's four of them, and that's about all you can uh, do to get this equipment in here and two people. In fact. Uh, you can't even close the door unless uh, somebody stands up, moves their chair. So uh, it's pretty cramped, but we appreciate everything that Darlington has done for us to welcome us here. And um, I think we have a good show for you for three hours. Who we got there in the studio? You there, Ronnie? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. Just You know, when you know you got to get up early, it's hard to go to sleep. I went to sleep well, I, you- fairly early, but then woke up every hour on the hour. Well, you're just so excited to be on the radio again, I guess. That's it, I guess. And, uh, Alan, you there? Yes, I am, Perry. How you doing, buddy? Doing good. I hope y'all having a good time down there at Darlington. Well, we are. It's uh, a little chilly this morning, but it's supposed to get up to the mid-70s, and uh, hopefully they won't have any rain problems like they did yesterday for the trucks or the Xfinity qualifying, actually. Uh but the the overwhelming question I have for you is, did you win the big fish contest last month? Uh, yes, I did. I got that money. It's in my pocket. <laughs> okay. I couldn't believe it when I asked you Sunday if you won and you said you hadn't checked yet. Uh, you know, I it was over with Saturday night. And, uh, yeah, I, I hadn't checked. I don't bother a man on Sunday too much. <laughs> well, it, it actually wasn't over bit. until about 2 a.m. Sunday morning, right? Yep. 2 a.m. Sunday morning, and uh, I didn't check, but I uh, kind of went over on some, My daughter texted me, and she said, well, I said, well, I'll go over about Wednesday. So I went over Wednesday, and he had the envelopes there. So I picked them up and went on my way. <laughs> and you had the fattest You had the fattest one, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> sure did. Let's see, that, did you tell us that was a 31-pound carp? 33. 33 pounds. That's a lot of fish. Yes, it is. That is a lot uh, of fish. There's some, there's some in there bigger than that now. Well, that's all you got to shoot for now. Is the, if you want, you've won them with a 23 and a 33, so well, just keep I'm, working uh, up from there. I'm kind of moving down to a different lake, and uh, down there at this different lake, uh, you got to get some big board britches to go down there. <laughs> they having a tournament. Hey, um, they having a tournament. We got some local week. results to talk about today. Yeah, yes, sir. I got a bunch of Cherokee Speedway and a little bit from Harris and Travers Rest last night. And, Good. Uh, they gonna have a big uh, drag race over there at Drew Dragway today, starting out another points 
day. Uh, gates going to open up at 12 o'clock at Greer Dragway. And uh, having a little something different over at Cherokee Speedway. And now it's a little bit later. Okay, well, we'll come to you in, uh, after this opening segment and uh, 10.20. I mean, see, I'm an hour off at 9.20 to uh, find out your local results. Did uh, either of you guys and, watch the truck race last night? Well, wait a minute, Perry. We need to get back to last week. I think, did you did you not pick the nine car? Yes, I picked the nine car every week. <laughs> you, I you, was, picked uh, him every, you picked him every race this year, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was bound to win sooner or later well you know if you could do the same thing with kevin harvick because he's probably going to win one this year and kyle bush lucked into one at bristol so uh you know you you go with these established veterans and you're bound to uh you're bound to cash in sooner or later but the truck race was pretty good last night yes it was and uh like you're talking about kyle bush is a funny thing what was it three weeks ago he was laughing about bowman backing into right. his and now he just you know whenever you say something it, it usually comes right back to you yeah well it did and uh i think i pointed that out last week as i love to point out things about kyle bush that are unpleasant so uh he um not never has been one of my favorites but um, the truck race last night john hunter Nem- john hunter nemacek was the winner over uh my man carson hosevar grant enfinger was third ty majeski was fourth the pit road reporter Parker Klingerman was fifth, Ryan Priest was sixth, Zane Smith seventh, Tyler Ankrum eighth, and uh, ninth was Todd Bodine who got back behind the wheel for the first time in quite a while, and Matt D. Benedetto was tenth. So uh, it was a pretty good race. Um, they uh, tore up a few car uh, trucks, but uh, it was exciting. Yes, it was. But, I know one uh, thing. We, I, we down I here in tiny land territory. Well, well, I'm sorry with this. Is anybody nibbling around De Benedetto to get back into Cup next week, next year? I, I haven't heard anything about it. I might find something out the little bit of time that I'm here. But, I, you know, he, I can say this. His truck did win the contest for the prettiest truck. <laughs> <laughs> it had the uh, Sterling Marlin uh, Coors Light paint job but it wasn't Coors Light I think it was some roofing company what were you saying Greg about Tiny Lund well I thought this was Kale Yarborough territory well it's Kale's too but with Santee Cooper this Tiny Lund comes up in my head because this is Lake Moultrie and Murray and we went by there and like I say I'm remembering stuff as it goes along and uh and spouting it right out. <laughs> and I'm spouting it right out. We uh, left at 4.30 this morning from Spartanburg, and it took us exactly uh, two and a half hours to get here. And what was funny, we pulled up to the media center, uh, to the uh, credentials building to get our credentials. And right on the same post that it's got the credentials, uh, it says credentials uh, center, it's uh, a picture of Bud Moore and a little historical uh you know, blurb about him and his accomplishments. So I thought that was pretty cool. Greg walks in there and says, I came to get my credentials. That's my daddy right out there, right outside. So uh, he uh, he's around here, even in spirit and uh, all the time uh, because of uh, y'all won five races here. And uh, commemorating the, 20, the uh, 40th anniversary of the spring race in uh, 1982. It's really incredible, but it has been 
like 40 years? 40 years. It was April the 4th, 1982, when uh, Earnhardt beat um, Cale Yarborough. And the amazing thing, Perry, is I didn't know that we led as much as we did until you brought it out. And Led 181 of 367 laps that day. Bud Moore had the chassis set up. Yeah, well, they had everything. That was a that was a good day. That was a it good was. day all the way around. We had a wonderful time uh, Thursday at um, Clements Shop Garage, whatever you want to call it, for uh, the unveiling of this uh, throwback paint scheme that he's using today. The uh, um, Wrangler colors with uh, instead of it being Earnhardt's number fifty one from four, uh, fifteen from forty years ago, it's number fifty one. And it's just a beautiful car. Uh, Jeremy was there. There was a Channel Seven was out there, and uh, quite a couple of stories two days in a row on the on the news on the sports. And uh, Jeremy was there and shaking hands, and a lot of the Moore family. Uh, Daryl was there with his wife, and you were there, and uh, a lot of children, grandchildren, and uh, there was just a, a lot of Moors there. And I was a uh, Fortunate enough to get to make a few remarks, and and I just want to say again how impressed I am of. Um, and I mentioned you, Alan. I said, you know, we have so many famous uh, racing families here in Spartanburg: the Clements, the Moores, the Owens, Pearson. Uh, Jack Smith's son still races a little bit, and the Hills with uh, Alan and uh, your brother Mike. And it's I just think it's a wonderful thing that the Clements. Um, are honoring Bud Moore with the throwbacks paint scheme, and uh, hopefully he can uh, show well this afternoon. No doubt about it. And that paint scheme is unbelievable. It I is. Mean, it, 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 this, you were at Perry was here. I was here. It's just beautiful how they've done it. Well, instead, of, instead I, of saying Wrangler on the side, it's got uh, the Fox Sports logo and uh, – 98.3 FM Spartanburg in big letters. So they uh, during the qualifying yesterday, which was rained out, Jeremy uh, they did show a, a flashback clip of Earnhardt winning that race in uh, 1982, and then it showed Jeremy's car. And um, I tell you, Spartanburg really stands out, and they um, mentioned it. I think it was Adam Alexander was doing the broadcast for the qualifying, and he says, you know, they uh, – Bud Moore from Spartanburg and Jeremy Clements is still from Spart, you know, is from Spartanburg, and it's just a, it's a good-looking paint job. And uh, I think Michael Walter or Phil Parsons, one of them, even charged, chimed in that it was a, uh, probably the best one. So, uh, it, it, it really is. I mean, this this place is, is great. Uh, I'm in awe. It, it, it what's going on down here well we're right outside the we're in the media center but right outside these four radio rooms we've got one and i think there's a vacant one prn or mrn's got one of them and uh cirrus radio's got the other and uh but out in the just in the main hallway there is a probably a good 50 to a 60 70 uh reporters and photographers and they're at nine o'clock or nine fifteen. i think they're going to start having a press availability for uh some of the uh, cup drivers i know i think denny hamlin's going to be out there and several of the others and we all uh, got got some we got some good guests ourselves i guess we need to mention that before the first break who'd you we get got, us for 11 o'clock we got terry labani and everybody knows that he when he come down to darlington 
how good he done, and we'll be talking to Terry. And uh, we got Terry at eleven o'clock on the phone, unless he's here. <laughs> we could fit him in this room, but we do at ten o'clock. We're going to have uh, Jeremy Clements is supposed to pay us a visit and actually be in the studio here, and. Um, uh, I, I talked to Mike Hembry, who's a nationally known writer. He's uh, he's out there, and he may come on in the eleven o'clock hour. And there's just there's no telling what other surprises we might have. Of course, Deb will be on at her normal ten twenty. So uh, we've got a we got a great show for you this morning, and uh, hopefully everything will go off uh, without a hitch. I can't believe how hospital they were to us. Well, they better be. <laughs> But they really were. They've. Uh, this is, you know, they don't have big studio, a big radio studio, but they've got four of them, and we've got one of them, at one of them, and uh, you know, Sirius Radio and and MRN's got the other two. So I'd say we're in pretty good company in this like our little say, dark corner here. Uh, just like the other night, I had to run my mouth. We keep overlooking Mario Rossi. And that, I interrupted Perry. I said, Ross had done a lot. Well, there's just so many, so many uh, famous racing families in Spartanburg. And, uh, yeah, I left him out again just now. And you were kind enough to point that out to me. So uh, we hope that, uh, we hope that you know, the weather stays good here. We'd love to see Jeremy have a, a, a good finish. He's, uh, as I said, they grained out qualifying. So I think they said it by the the, the crazy formula that they come up with i don't think it's strictly by the point standings because jeremy is 19th in the standings but he's starting 22nd so uh you know we uh hope that he can move up I, I talked to him at his shop on thursday about what in the world happened at dover where they never got any higher than 27th and he said they're still having a problem with the uh, fuel pickup and it's uh it's evidently a a bunch of uh, defective parts that they've gotten. So uh, hopefully they've got all that straightened out. He's uh, he's got a shop full of cars, and the, the the prettiest one, of course, is going to be on display and on the track and racing today. And hopefully uh, he'll have a real good showing. No doubt about it. Like I say, it, it, but the people have rolled out the red carpet for us, and I'm tickled to death. I've never. I'm just glad Perry is managing the stuff. I'm scared to death. <laughs> well, you got nothing to be scared of, Greg. How are we looking on time there, Matt? Are we getting close to a break? Yep, let's take a break then. And uh, we do them every 20 minutes on this show. So we'll uh, let's take our first break and come back and let Alan do the local scene. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. 
You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The city of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Start your engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and uh, let's check the local scene with Alan Hill. I don't, Alan, what you got? All right, we're going to start off with Cherokee Speedway last week. We're going to start off with the Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Madison Hoops. Second went to Benji Knight. Third went to Rod Tucker. Young Guns V8 Division. First time winner, so that means when you win a race at dirt track, you get to be drugged through the mud. And uh, congratulations to Bradley Whiteside. Second, Landon Davis. Third, Ashley Masley. Uh, Extreme 4 Division. First place went to Travis Jameson. Second went to Chris Meadows. Third went to Chris Bobo. In the Street Stock Division. First place went to Blake Bentley. Second went to Caleb McLaughlin. Third went to Ricky Green. In the Pro 4 Division. First place went to Sparks Parish. Second went to Dustin Bolin. Third went to Chris Holmes. Pure Stock Division. First place went to Nathan Pierce. Second went to Derek Roger Burgess. And third went to TJ Penfield. Vintage Cars, that's your class, P. First place went to Eric Rogers. Second went to Adam Byers. And third went to Dennis Williams. 
602-604 Chargers Division. First place went to Preston Dimsdale. Second went to Jeremy Fowler. And third went to Kaylee Worley. Now moving up the road to Harris Speedway. A big night of racing at Harris Speedway. And a little bit of excitement up there. And I'll get to it in just a second. But uh, in the Pure Stock right. Division. First place went to Nathan Pierce. Second went to TJ Penfield. Third went to Taylor Johnson. You heard them names just a second ago. So them boys run pure stock at uh, Gaffney, loaded up, and went up Highway 11 and showed out again at Harris Speedway. So congratulations, Nathan Pierce. Front-wheel drive division. First place went to Tyler Cap. Second went to Blaze Collins. Third went to Bryson Lindsley. Renegade division. First place, Josh Burgess. Second, Riley Robinette. Third went to Chris Stedman. Crate Sportsman Division. First place went to Tanner Fortune. Second, Cody Ursey. And third, Jesse Wall. And the Thunder Bomber Futures. First place went to Charlie Mender. Second went to Hannah Walls. Good run for Hannah Walls at Thunder Bomber Futures up there at Harris. Second went to third. Third went to Mason Mintz. Young Guns Division. First place went to Caden Presnell. Second went to Braden Vaughn. And third went to Dylan Vaughn. And the Thunder Bomber Division. First place went to Lloyd Dean Burgess. Second went to Bailey Hip. Third went to Justin Barber. And up there, one of the few times that they had, they had the Blue Ridge Outlaw late models up there. First place went to Scott Shirley. Second went to Delano Long. And third went to Steve Bynell. And uh, what I was getting at a little bit up there at Harris Speedway, uh, had a little excitement up there in the press booth up there. And uh, oh, I think it's our our fellow. I miss. I think Mr. Wilkerson announces up there, Dale. Dale. Uh, or I think he's at Anderson. He, he that's might, where he, he was. Well, okay, but uh, the announcer up there, they said, off awful lot of racket hung on, and uh, snake went crawling through in the media center <laughs> up there, and uh, he kind of abandoned the place up there. Well, I, I actually saw Dale this week, and he didn't yeah. mention that, so. If it was him, I'm sure he would have yeah. said something. <laughs> okay. Now moving on over here to Traverse Dress Speedway. I don't believe I'll be doing any broadcasting from uh, Harris. Okay. Moving over to Traverse Dress Speedway last night. In the Extreme 4 Division, first place went to Tyler Capps. Second went to Mitchell Coggins. Third went to TJ Hill. Thunder, Thunder Bombers Division, first place went to Rod Tucker. Second went to Stetson Todd. Third went to Kevin Nations. And Thunder Bomber Futures, first place went to Brian Lambert. Second went to T.J. Williams. Third went to Devin Atkins. And the Renegade Division, uh, one of the first times this guy's won over here at Renegade at, in uh, Traverse Rest Speedway. First place went to Tony Pierce. Second went to Riley Robinette. Third went to Zane Anders. And the Pierce Stock Division, first place went to Bradley Williams. Second went to Jason McGrew. Third went to Kevin Nations. And now the rookie division. First place went to Caden Presnell. Second went to J.J. Coggins. And third went to Dale Bennett. Okay, now for racing tonight. Around of our local racetracks. Uh, we've only got really one track that's doing round tracking. And that's at Harris Speedway tonight. They got the weekly divisions of racing up there. Along with the 602 late models. They got nine divisions up there tonight. So it'd probably be a long night at Harris Speedway. Also on hand, Crate Sportsman, Thunder Bomber, Renegade Street Stock, 
Pure Stock, Stock Front Wheel Drive, Thunder Bomber Futures, Young Gun, and the Ford Outlaw Division. Gates are going to open up at 4 p.m. today. Drivers meeting, 6.30. Stands are $10. Pits are $30. Kids 12 and under free. Okay. Now for something different than round track racing, Cherokee Speedway tonight. They have the monster trucks over there for a big three-day deal over there. They also got something over there called the human cannonball. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's where a man That's gets shot out of the cannon. Up. I don't know. Uh, that might be exciting to some, but uh, it might, <laughs> I just can't see myself being shot out of a cannon. I was going to say, it probably is pretty exciting for the guy getting <laughs> shot out of a cannon. Uh, but also, they also got one of those uh, motorcycle drones over there where the guys get in the motorcycle drones, go around and around, and uh, also got the monster truck rides over there. So you can take your kid over there. If they a big monster truck you know, fan, they can get a ride in a monster truck. Tonight starts at 7 p.m. Uh, like I said, this is a three-day deal. Also, they got them tomorrow at 2 p.m. And let's don't forget, Tomorrow is Mother's Day. Yes. Yes, it is. So uh, to find out more about this, you can go to www.monstercrushmania.com, and that's at Cherokee Speedway. Uh, like I said, no round tracking on Cherokee Speedway. And now for something else, uh, like I said, Greer Dragway opens up today at 12 a.m. This is a regular points race over there. Everybody needs to get out here and support your local divisions out here. Uh these racetracks, as we see, are, I ain't going to say, like you was talking about a little bit earlier, going to the waste side, but uh, like I said, we've seen a drag strip uh, Houston dragway the other week. We've and already lost. Uh, people may not realize it, but we've got some world-class dragster drivers right here in the upstate. Yes, we do. Uh, one of our local guys ran here, Gene Fulton. And, right. You know, he's in the Bristol Hall of Fame up there. To, it's a Bristol Dragway up there. If you look up there, uh, they fixing to go to Bristol Dragway here in a couple of weeks up there for the big drag race up there. And whenever you look at it on uh, Sunday afternoon, if you watch a little bit of drag racing, you just uh, look at the camera and you'll see his name up on the wall over there. Oh, yeah. And, kind of like they do over here at Greenville Pickens Speedway. They right. put last year's champion, and they about to stretch it all the way around Greenville Pickens Speedway. And uh, every time I look around, I look to see in 1963, my daddy with his driver, Dub Nelson, they won the state championship in 1963 over there. Cool. And yeah. uh, I just wished I could get my hands on that trophy that I see pictures of. But Oh, I uh, bet. Nobody, nobody seems to know where it's at. And uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kind of a trophy person. That's uh, that's one thing I looked at the other week. Whenever I want got my envelopes over at the lake, I said I, I want a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's if pretty much what our local again, racing is. Perry, you, you catch there? That fish again? Have it stuffed. I believe Perry's Perry's in the middle of uh, oh. talking about something to somebody else. Already, but. Uh, also, uh, a no. little bit of our stuff that's going on. Uh, somebody kind of posted up a picture of, uh, I sent it to Perry, and I don't know if Perry's got it yet or not. That's, that's your next prize winning fish. Well, no, it's not really a fish. It's, uh, it's a deal oh, of, a it's a deal of, uh, Perry and Perry's man and my man racing at, uh, one of the racetracks. 
and uh oh okay yeah that's a good picture that's a good picture. oh i got are y'all hearing me back there yes i'm hearing you Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it. That's uh, that's Wally. Wally in the white car, no doubt, right? Yes, that's your man, Wally in the white car. My man, Danny in the in the yellow and blue car, right there. And somebody kind of scratched that wound this week and uh, kind of posted it up on the web board. And I said, man, just just let old you know, let an old dog lie over in the corner. Don't kick him <laughs> ever so often. Well, I wish y'all get back out there and do it again. Well, uh, it's, it might be in the works. Put it that way. Uh, you know, they said, uh, they said, uh, you know, you can run a two barrel carburetor and, uh, but they don't say how many, I know at one time <laughs> they made the intake, it took three, two barrels. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I sit there and I looked, I've looked, read the rules and read the rules and I called the man up and I said, can I get me one of them intakes? that has got three, two barrels across the top of it. He Didn't said, they used to call them, uh, three deuces, three deuces. There you go, Ronnie. And, uh, you know, they, if you sit there and you read it enough, uh, it's like I told Ronnie out there in the in the thing. I drew out a fish Tuesday night down there, and the guy I pulled out number one stub, and I I went down there and sit on the dam, and a guy walked down there and he said, "You hadn't been fishing here long." I said, "No." He said, "You need to put one all the way out there to rope in between the first and the second buoy out there." And I said, "Man, I I can't throw that far." I said, "My reels won't let me." So. uh I'm in number one stob right there. Nobody can fish on the dam. So I sat there and looked at it a few minutes and I reeled it in. I baited it up and I just walked out the dam and tossed it in and just walked all the way back to my stob. He looked over at me and I said, it don't say nothing in the rules that I got to throw from the bank. I said, I can, I can walk all the way out the dam and get there. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? You caught a big one. It I got the big one. <laughs> But I'm going to work on something today. I'm going to work on them reels. I'm going to get them where they get out there. Well, I got confidence in That's great, but I'd rather you be working on the 25T, and it sounds like something must be in the works to get that one back on the track. Uh, It's it's getting in the works pretty good. Uh, All right. So so Mr. Wilson needs to get his money back out. Well, uh, Mr. Wilson, he's going to to go up to Harris tonight. Uh, Matter of fact, talking about Mr. Wilson, you know, I told him, I told you uh, last week that they was going down to Swainsboro. Uh, He went down there with uh, his guy, John Ruggiero Jr., and uh, sit on the outside pole, led every lap in the 604 race down there at Swainsboro, and got that $3,000 down there. And tonight, from what I hear, they're going to get that uh, 602 car out and go to Harris Speedway and see if they can back it up again. Oh, good. So, uh, well, it sounds like there's plenty going on. What you say, Ronnie? No, oh, I thought Ronnie was saying. Hang something. on just a minute. No. I had to get oh, some, oh. some headphones to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> okay, I can hear you now. No, I thought you were getting ready to say something. I, I guess uh, I was mistaken. I think I think you're hearing things. One thing you can okay, tell well, me, though, I very well might be, huh? One thing you can tell me, are the crowds moving in yet? The, uh, you mean the fans? Yes. Well, I can't really tell from the media center. I, I, you know, I, I, we are right across. Uh, this media center is located in the first turn. Right. I mean, you could practically reach out and touch it. And that big grandstand in the first turn, I, I don't expect it to be full until tomorrow anyway. Right. So I can't really see down the main straightaway this uh Media center is tucked in between where all the motorhomes are. Um, you know, I think there's, it's all 
fenced off, and one section I believe is for uh, the drivers, and others must be for fans and me. You know, they got them segregated different different ways. So, uh, uh, but the thing about it is, you can't see over any of them. All I can see is, well, I can't see anything in this booth. <laughs> <laughs> Where we are has got no windows. Like I've always said, we this this is a tight, scary place, and and announcing it. They took care of us. Well, it's, uh, you know, Brent um, Gamble, who uh, is the communications director for this, for Darlington and for Richmond, he said if we wanted to come up to Richmond, they got a uh, much more modern facility with uh, more room and everything. But this, uh, these are, I mean, this is like a closet. So uh, <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. But the key thing it. is, the key thing, is it air-conditioned? Oh yeah, it's air conditioned. Then, and they got a, then don't complain. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not really complaining, but it's uh, it's it's pretty tight when you gotta stand up and move your chair to close the door. So uh, it's uh, it, it's tight quarters. It's not as bad as they told me it was going to be, but I'm not complaining. We're glad to be down here. Good. Looks like it's going to be a a great day for a race. The weather is. I think a chance of some rain, uh, maybe 40% chance, and that's not until around 6 o'clock when the Xfinity race should be well over with. So uh, we uh, uh, should have uh, clear sailing and uh, hopefully see that number 51 Camaro in victory lane today. That would that would just be fantastic. That would be perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, but tell Alan, uh, you know, I'm, I'm – Real enthusiastic about his fishing, but I'm more enthusiastic about his uh, about getting the 25T back on the track. Let me take this opportunity to thank Lanny McKinney, who uh, uh, maintains the Budmore Engineering website. I wish and, he was here, too. I wish his album was here. And uh, the uh, our Facebook page. And, Lanny, uh, you got the fast drive, so make sure you're getting all of this on uh, recorded for us. And we appreciate all you do every week. That's Lanny McKinney. Who was another of the Moore family, and uh, very much uh, uh, it's like a group honor. It's, as far as I'm concerned, it was Bud Moore's car, and Dale Earnhardt drove it four years ago. But uh, it's honoring all the Moores, in my opinion. A great racing family here from Spartanburg. So uh, we uh, let's just take a next break and uh, come back. And I've got a lot of results to do to uh, explain and uh, go over. So. Let's take it, Matt, if you don't mind. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings, too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 1197 for more details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. 
Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Janie Montgomery Scott's Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-its to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No, here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's easy on-the-go breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal, single item at regular price. Value and product served. from the historic Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina from the Media Center. And uh, let's uh, go over some results from last week while we have a chance here. Uh, at the Cup Race was held at Dover for the Duramax Dry Dean 400. And that was uh, fortunately won by my choice. First time I've picked a winner right this year is uh, Chase Elliott. Second in a Sort of a surprise was the JTG Dartery um, racing car, team car of uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Haven't heard much from Ricky lately, so it was a good finish for him. Ross Chastain, the watermelon man who seems to be popping up everywhere, even in the trucks last night, uh, was third. Fourth was Christopher Bell. Fifth, Alex Bowman. Sixth, Kyle Larson. Seventh, Kyle Busch. Eighth, Chris Boucher. Ninth, uh, Boucher, by the way, was on the pole, which was kind of a surprise in Jack Roush's car. 
Ninth was Kevin Harvick, and tenth, Eric Jones, another good run for the petty car. Uh, uh, the uh, point standings as we flip over to the page here for the playoffs. In first place with two wins each is uh, William Byron and Ross Chastain. Third is Chase Elliott. Fourth, Kyle Busch. Fifth, Alex Bowman. Sixth, Kyle Larson. Seventh, Chase Briscoe. Eighth, Austin Sendrick. Ninth, Denny Hamlin. And tenth, Ryan Blaney. Uh, following uh, the following drivers, Blaney is the first driver that doesn't have a win in tenth. And he's followed by Truex, Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Eric Almarola, Kevin Harvick, and Eric Jones has slipped into the 16th place, which would be a playoff position if, uh, if it started today, which it doesn't. Xfinity we touched on a little bit with another uh, really, really subpar performance for the uh, Clements team out of Spartanburg. But uh, looking for them to rebound today, they got a... They gotta pretty much get in a situation soon here where they it's gonna be you gotta win a race because they've really dug a an enormous hole as far as the points are go, going. But uh, last week they ran the uh, A game two hundred at Dover and it was won by Josh Berry for JR Motorsports, who did very well. They had a uh, Four of the top five positions. Second was Justin Allgaier and JR Motorsports Camaro. Third was Ty Gibbs, the only guy to screw up the sweep for uh, JR. Fourth was Noah Craxon. Fifth, Sam Mayer. Sixth, uh, uh, AJ Allmendinger. Seventh, Brandon Jones. Eighth, Sheldon Creed. Ninth, Riley Herbst. And tenth, Ryan Siege. Of course, as I said, um, Jeremy just he, he just never got going. I think he got as high as 27th one time and fell back. Got several laps behind and actually finished five laps behind in 29th position. Looking at the uh, hey, looking at the uh, point standings, in first place is A.J. Allmendinger, second Ty Gibbs, third is Noah Craxon, fourth Josh Berry, and fifth is... Um, uh, Justin Allgaier. So uh, I'm going to stop right here and talk to uh, our friend who got us these uh, luxurious. Uh, um, put that on right there. Yes, sir. Oops. These luxurious uh, accommodations. Kerry Tharp. Kerry, how are you? I'm doing good, Perry. Thanks for having me. I saw some of the uh, folks from Spartanburg outside. It's really cool that Jeremy is. Uh, Got the throwback uh, with you all on there and Bud Moore tribute, and uh, you know it's a, it's a big deal for uh, for us to, uh, for you guys to be here and for him to be running that car today. Well, I appreciate everything y'all have done for us, and they had a big send off Thursday at his shop, and uh, with the press and and uh, the local television station Channel Seven was there, and we mm-hmm. in barbecue and had a big big send off for him. So hopefully he can snap out of the doldrums. I was just reading how he's. Uh, you know, last year he stayed in the top ten all the way through right. to, to the playoffs, and, right. and then uh, sort of—I don't know—it's like it almost took all the steam out of them. They right. didn't have anything left. But uh, uh, this year, it's just been one disaster after another, with <laughs> cutting a corner at Coda and uh, and just fuel pump problems and just bad luck. So hopefully, with the W. Um, 
the 98.3 Fox Sports uh, Camaro, we can do better today. But thank you so much for everything you you've done for us. You down bet, man. You know, maybe Lady Luck will uh, change today for him here at the Lady in Black. I mean, this is his home track. Yep. Uh, he's run good here before. And, uh, you know, I, I think that car is going to have a good day today. Uh, I think the, 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 the track's going to be slick. The tire wear is going to be good. And I think Jeremy will have a good day today. You know, what was interesting, we pulled up to the Credential Center uh, this morning. And uh, right there on the, the pole, right in front of the front door, is a picture of Bud Moore. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was very appropriate. So Absolutely. I, he's, Absolutely. His spirit still lives. Oh, no. Ain't no question. You know, the state of South Carolina has got a rich uh, stock car history, obviously, and Bud uh, and, and his family play a huge role in that. Cale Yarbrough came by the ticket office a few days ago. I oh, really? I have seen him in a while. And, uh, of course, of David Pearson and... Cotton Owens and others, uh, rich history. Uh, Jack in, Smith, yeah, Rex White, exactly. Buck Baker. Here in, in, the, in the Palmetto State. And so uh, we're, uh, we're proud of that history, proud of that heritage. And no better place to celebrate it than here at Darlington. That's the truth. And, uh, and, and no better time to do it than the throwback weekend. And, right. and there's so many great paint jobs out there. And, and uh, of course, we're real proud of the one Jeremy we talked about it ad nauseum but uh, right. there's a lot of good ones out there I, somebody in the truck last night had a throwback to uh uh penske's matador yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> and uh matt de benedetto had a throwback to uh sterling marlin and won the won the best looking he one. won the best in show so that was cool and uh there are some cool ones in uh, in the xfinity series today and certainly in the cup series tomorrow but you know the throwback weekend is uh just uh the, the sports opportunity to to kind of pause and Reflect back on the history of the sport and all the heroes of the sport and all the legends and giants that helped make the sport what it is. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're proud to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, like we said, there's no better place to do that than here at Darlington. Well, I know uh, we've um, been looking forward to being down here and, and uh, doing a, a live radio show from this historic facility is just uh, it's, uh, you know, it's one of my dreams come true. Well, absolutely. Well, Perry, thank you very much. Uh, you know, everything here is still pretty old school. This isn't the largest radio room you've probably ever been in. but uh, It's I, the only one I've ever been I, in. I think, I, think <laughs> it's, it's, track. I think it suffices. And so, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's Darlington. It's old school. It's, it's, it's hometown. It's, uh, you know, it, it's like, uh, I like to say, taking a walk down memory lane. Yep. And so, uh, you know, we're... We're proud of that history. We're proud of that heritage. And we want to continue to build on it every year. I hope I can get over to the museum. I mean, absolutely. I've got to dash out of here to my daughter's graduation in okay. Carolina this oh, afternoon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, from the outside, I mean, it's uh, beautiful white, and it looks really modern. And uh, It is. It's, I, uh, I'd love to go through it. I know Deb Williams was telling me yeah. she went through it uh, one day this week and yeah, really it, had a good time. It's a, it's, a, it's a really, really cool museum, the National Motorsports Press Association, and uh, you know, we preserve it over there, and it's got really probably about 15 or so uh, classic cars yes. in there, uh, and it's got all the uh, museum and, and the Hall of Famers in there from the NMPA. And, uh, it's, a, it's a really a cool thing for our fans to go through, and it's uh, uh, something that we get a lot of traffic, people going to the beach, people yeah. on vacation, particularly in the summertime, and so... Uh, you know, I think it's just another extension of, of the history of the sport. Well, it was real easy to get in here today. Uh, Good. Are you familiar with uh, Cecil Chandler? Oh, yeah, I know Cecil. 
he uh, interviewed me a couple of years ago about my books that I'd written uh -huh, and everything, uh -huh. and we did it in the museum. Right. That was really the last time I've been in there. And uh -huh. he said, which one of these cars do you want to stand in front of? And I said, guys, Buck Baker. That's right, that's right. <laughs> that, and, that, and, that, and that car's still in there. Yeah, and that's like the first car ever entered yeah, here or something, was the original, wasn't it? original entry. Here at Darlington. The 1950 Osmobile. Yeah, in fact, it's going to be driven in the parade here tonight. Oh, great. I think, I think the owner, uh, uh, Marshall Griffin, is, is going to drive the car in the parade tonight, so that would be pretty cool. And that a car actually raced until into the 60s. I think it I, did. I think Paul Goldsmith drove it in a... What they call Goldie Special. Yeah, he, he drove it, Paul Goldsmith, and he's still... He's still, uh, you know, going. Paul is. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, you know, I think in his nineties now, but uh, he's, he's, he's up and around and doing, doing good. Here's a trivia question for you. Uh -huh. Who are the two oldest living Indianapolis 500 veterans? Both, oh both were rookies in '58. Well, Paul Goldsmith's one of them. Paul Goldsmith. Uh, boy, I don't know. Some uh, guy named Foyt. Oh, oh, AJ. Yeah, there you go. Well, those are two pretty, pretty legendary people. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, well, that's pretty cool. I did not know that. Uh, you know, I've written a few books, uh, and I always thought that Paul Goldsmith. I mean, I don't know if there's a book about him, but what you know, talking about him winning the stock car races. I think he was a USAC stock car yeah, champion. Yeah, he was. He was. He finished third at Indy one year, and he, mm -hmm. of course he started there with Smokey Unique, a right. motorcycle champion. Yeah. He started everything. He was a jack-of-all-trades, yeah. and um, he's, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys that uh, is a true racer, a pure racer, and uh, been around the sport a long, long time. Yeah. Well, Kerry, we're getting up against our one, our uh, top of the hour break. Okay. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. in and talking to us for a few minutes and everything. You know, the last time we talked, I cut it off by saying we got a big basketball game this weekend, yeah. and we won it. We won that one. We sure did in the, in the national championship uh, women's team. Uh, I, I had invited Dawn Staley to come, and uh, she, I think she was going to try to work it into her schedule, but they told me on, on Tuesday that just too much going on yeah. for her right now. And so, uh, But, uh, yeah, congratulations to them. Uh, they took care of UConn pretty good in the finals. And so <sighs> I think this is the first of many. I know we got two now, but I think it's the first of many for Coach Daly. I hope so. Just reload. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Kerry. Thank, thank you so much. Us. Good luck with your daughter well, today. Well, thank you so That's much. Cool. And uh, we appreciate everything you've done for okay. us. Okay. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. That's Kerry Tharp from right here at the Darlington Raceway. And, uh, Thanks, God, they've done such uh, a great job of hospitality and just letting us do what we need to get done here. So uh, we uh, hopefully can uh, not do anything to keep us from getting getting invited back. I, I think it would be a good idea to come back on Labor Day myself. So uh, I didn't know. I, I, I invited him in. I didn't know he was going to come in in the middle of uh, what I was reading. And I, I sent a picture of the studio to uh, back to Ronnie and to... Uh, um, Alan, and so you can see exactly how small this place is. Uh, well, look who's just walked in the door a few minutes early. Uh, here, put that on. Uh, Jeremy Clements has showed up a little bit before he was supposed to, but that's great. Jeremy, can you, you can sit down or stand up. Carrie chose to stand up. Good morning. Great to have you here. Boy, we've been talking a lot about you already today. Well, y'all must be really bored. Well, <laughs> how could you be bored in a room like this? I'm telling you, this is uh, this must be one of the original rooms where they built this track in 1950. Well, yeah, I think Marconi tried out some of his uh, original like microphones. 
I feel like we're in a prison cell. <laughs> we got a little opening to look at. You know, people peeking in at us and grinning. This, and is, this is funny. Oh, this is good, man. Uh, yeah, I'd rather be early than late, right? <laughs> you'd be mad. You'd be like, where the hell is he? No, no, I wouldn't be mad at you. But, uh, boy, what a great event you had uh, Thursday at your shop. That was great. Man, that was really cool. That was uh, very enjoyable to have Daryl and Greg and the Moore family there. and uh, A lot of Moore. Just just to show them they got to look at the car they got to see the shop they got to go through the engine shop see how all that is done and uh, i think they thoroughly enjoyed it and we enjoyed it as well we had good food and refreshments good food. uh thanks to spartan waste and uh obviously fox sports spartanburg 98.3 fm god we're so proud to be on that car today i know I, it looks good don't it yeah well i was watching the qualifying yesterday before it got rained out and they did a nascar flashback i don't know if you saw it or not I, but but they uh showed a couple of clips of Earnhardt winning the race 40 years ago. Yep. And then... Uh, I saw it. They did. Then they went straight to your car. I, I got a clip of it, so I got to see it. So we have that Did saved. I send it to you, or did you get it? I, no, I sent it to a couple of people. I have another guy that oh, okay. can get all that. And yeah. uh, so we, we got that, and I watched That was cool, and I'm glad they did that. Thanks yeah. to thanks to Adam and Alexander and those guys for doing it. Well, you know, it's... Uh, they also, right after they showed your car, they showed the one that Junior's got, and it's uh, the for all Justin Allgaier, and it's not nearly as good as yours. I agree. I think <laughs> it's uh, not even close. I, I think, man, I don't know who won that contest. They have, but uh, I don't either. They, they, I'd like to see if if we won or got close. I don't have a clue, but it, I think from what I see out there, I haven't seen all the cars. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 40 cars, so. Uh, from what I see, though, I, I think we got one of the better-looking cars. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. Yeah. thing and, looks good. And not just because we're on it, but it, it, <laughs> it, it would be anyway. Uh, did you see who won the truck best in show? I did not. It was uh, the uh, Sterling Marlin throwback. Matt DiBenedetto. Matt DiBenedetto. So well, that, instead of it saying Coors Light, I think it said Joe's Roofing or something. Yeah. But. <laughs> that truck did look good, and I loved that, uh, that well, it, silver bullet scheme yeah. that Sterling Marlin used to run. and. Uh, <laughs> That silver and the the mountains in the background yeah. that that was really cool. Yeah. So I, I can see why that car or truck won. Yeah, well it was. Uh, I, I guess maybe they'll announce it during the race today. You feeling good? Yeah, I feel good. I mean, did you get some sleep last night? You didn't go honky talking no, in Darlington? No, did you? no, not not last night for sure. We went and ate dinner and then uh, checked in the hotel and got some good rest and. Uh, yeah, I feel I feel great. I hope my I hope my car does. I hope our Chevy feels as fast as Xfinity Internet. We need to kick some butt today, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. We were we were pretty bad yesterday in practice. Wow. So uh, we got we got some work to do. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, it's a 200 lap race. Uh, you've got time to get past 21 other competitors That's if right. things go your way. But we. Uh, uh, I tell you what, I wish I could stay so badly for the race. I, I know. I, we've said it over and over that I've got to get to my daughter's graduation, but I, yep. I've got to get to my daughter's graduation. Or no, that's very Mother's important. Day won't be very good that's, tomorrow. That's super important <laughs> for you guys and your family. So yeah. congrats to her, and, and this is won't this will be uh, just this won't be the last race. What I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, are we going to be on the, the, the Fox Sports Spartanburg? As a primary sponsor again this year? Correct. Yep, New Hampshire and and then Martinsville. Okay. Well, great. Jimmy, stick around. Yep. We're going to take the top of the hour break and come right back. You're listening to the Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, live from the Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. We'll be back after the top of the hour. 
the home of Open Mic, weekdays from 3 to 6, Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. We and here's what you need to know. In Game 3 of the Western Conference Semifinals on Friday night, the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Phoenix Suns 103-94. to The Suns still lead the series two games to one. Earlier Friday night in Game 3 of the East Semis, the Philadelphia 76ers beat Miami by 20, 99-79. The Heat still leads that series two games to one, but Joel Embiid had 18 points and 11 rebounds, returning after missing the first two games with a right orbital fracture and a concussion. The Athletic reports the Los Angeles Lakers interviewed Mark Jackson for their head coaching job, while ESPN reports the Lakers also interviewed Terry Stotts. In the NFL, former Las Vegas Raiders president Dan Ventrell alleges he was fired on Friday in retaliation for raising concerns about a hostile work environment in the Raiders organization with the NFL. The NFL says it will investigate. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Tracing roots to 1832, Jenny is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street. Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd. 
Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Harry Allen Wood. Welcome back to the historic Darlington Raceway. It used to be Darlington International Raceway, and I keep wanting to say that, but I, I guess they took the International out a few years ago. We've got Jeremy Clements right here with us and Ryan Delaney, who owns this equipment we're talking over yeah glad to be here glad you guys made it and got set up it sounded great we were listening to it on the way in oh really oh yeah okay yeah, sounding well, good good um so well, the app's working yeah the app is working <laughs> that's well, great i've got both of you here together i mean and i've already mentioned it to jeremy but w- what a great event you had thursday and uh thank you so much for putting that on and thank you so much for just sponsoring jeremy every week and getting our radio station involved in a in a big time sport oh for sure i mean we Everybody had a great time, and you guys had just as much to do with pulling that event off as anybody. We appreciate your efforts and comments at the event. It was a really good time, and uh, hopefully we can do something like that again uh, before too long. It was fun, man. I, I, we already talked about it, but I had a great time, and getting to talk to uh, Daryl and Greg and show them the shop, show them the car was really special to me, and uh, getting them to see it firsthand. They were yeah. the first ones to get to see the car, actually. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it literally just got done. Uh you know, I, I was fortunate enough that Ryan asked me to make a few remarks, and I purposely stood behind the car so nobody could see my big fat belly. And I asked, That's "Good strategy plan." Well, I asked, I asked Ryan yesterday if he if he knew any of the people that were out there, you know, videoing it with their phone. And he's um, within you know twenty or thirty minutes came back and sent me the video and it had to be a side shot yeah so hiding behind the car didn't do me any good at all yeah that was uh our our guy jason watson was taking that yeah uh, yeah so luckily we got some i'm glad he was had enough well thought to do that perry sent me that and then i just i flipped it over to jeremy and like you said it was probably 10 seconds later i had that video among others so we'll tell jason next time to get your good side yeah <laughs> well my good, my good side is not the side it's the front okay. shot either yeah. coming at you or going away either one but not it from was, the side it was great you know mark nelson got up there and spoke before of spartan waste and man he did a really good job going through uh bud's history and reading some about that and and telling everyone what he did and accomplished and drivers and then you you came after him and, and did more. So it was and I came after him and I said, well, that. thank you for giving yeah. Bud Moore's history. Now nobody will buy my book. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Because <laughs> when he walked up, I saw Bud Moore Wikipedia that he had. He's going to give everything away. I know. I'll, I'll forward that one to you, Perry. I, I had that clip, too. I don't think I sent that one to you, but you need that one, too. Yeah, that was. Mark, yeah, because I guess the yeah. end of the, the laughter. Yeah. Nobody, I think they're just laughing at me, which is possible also. <laughs> Jeremy, you've had a. You've had pretty good luck here at Darlington, haven't you? Did you have a good finish last year? Last year we did pr- do pretty good. We had two top tens, sixth and eighth, 
and we ran very competitively. You know, this Xfinity series, it's tough. There is a lot of good oh, competition. Yeah. That, you know, people can't take this series for granted. It's it's super tough. A lot of good cup teams mm-hmm. in it with, with all kinds of backing and engineering behind them. So for us to come out of Spartanburg, one small car team, and compete with these guys is is a, is a big challenge. But we're trying to fight as hard as we can. We want to win, and um, we're going to give it all we got. I know you are. And, Brian, I... When did you really become a race fan? I mean, were you always a race fan? Because I know you grew up next to uh, Candy, Missy, yes. and Daryl, I mm-hmm. guess, Daryl and Carol. And uh, is that what got you started interested in racing? Yeah, and kind of like most everybody else in this area, as a sports fan, you know, you couldn't really be in our area and, and not be a race fan as well. Yeah. So i always been a sports fan, which is kind of how I ended up in sports radio to some extent. But, yeah, ever since I can remember, it was – there was always some kind of racing going on. Now, maybe more involvement now, but always, you know, I've been going to races since, you know, as long as probably you guys have, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and Ryan came to a bunch of races last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got him a hard card, and, uh, man, he, he came from Watkins Glen to Texas. Uh, this year he's been to Vegas uh, already. Uh, yeah. Numerous races. Yeah. Who runs the business? <laughs> Mark, I mean, well, you know, you can do it on the road now. So <laughs> you, got, just, you got these phones that do. Phone, you know? They can do every yeah. email. He's he's on his phone a lot doing. I see him doing working all the time, and that's what it takes. But uh, we're we're glad to have somebody that just loves to be in the sport. Like just he just loves it. So that's that's really cool. Were well, you talking about how long you guys been in the sport? And um, let me just throw out there that the, my farthest back memory is being with my mother and father at the fairgrounds on uh and i looked it up it was a i would have been four, uh, four years old it was in 1956 wow when uh tim flock won the fairgrounds 100 miler and a key for chrysler wow and his brother Fonny finished right behind him in seconds that's I, crazy. I remember that like, yeah. and we got little toy key for outboard <laughs> motorboats oh my goodness but, uh, that is uh that is pretty cool you've been back. you've been uh you've been covering this sport a long time well my daddy was a city policeman and we used to go around all the race shops and we went to lewis clements shop all the time <laughs> and uh I don't know. I know he knew Crawford. He yep. was your grandfather. Yeah. Right. And Lewis uh, was his brother, obviously. Yep. And uh, now, Budmore told me when I wrote his biography, uh, we wrote his autobiography, I guess you could say. Yeah. But he told me in there that he actually got your uh, family down from Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, back in the f- um, early 50s, I guess. Correct. It might even been the late 40s, the early 50s, I think. That yep. they were. And. Uh, one of them, either Lewis or Crawford, one lived on the grounds of the shop when it used to be over there. Well, it, the building is still there behind the old church, church's chicken on West Main Street. It's got it was you can see it was a barber shop at one time, and I think a produce market. But it's on that side street, right one block off of Main Street, and there's a bunch of car detailing places across from it but uh that's too cool there's so much history in spartanburg yeah the roots in nascar there are are amazing and i'm just glad that we can keep we're the only team standing still right now so we want to keep that going i got a phone call not uh uh, two or three years ago now from rex white who i'm a real good friends with rex he's my buddy what a good guy oh god and uh 90 something years old he still comes on the show and i understand he's battling uh shingles or something oh, right man. now so we got to say a prayer for rex for sure we'll but keep him in our prayers he 
had a film crew with him, and uh, he wanted to go to Lewis Clements's old shop mm-hmm. over there on uh, White Avenue, and uh, so we all met over there, and Rex and uh, I can't think of the other guy's name, he just passed away recently, that uh, was on that crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, they walked around and told stories, and it was I, I was just so proud. That's cool. I'd love that to I was even that. a part of it. Is that is that? Uh, I think some guy are in they Green- working on that now. Well, I don't know. Some guy in Greenville did it. I don't know wh- if it was part of some larger documentary or yeah. what it was mm-hmm. used for. But uh, we'll have to, I'll have to Google cool, search yeah. that I'll one. Say, I, that'd be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I I need to check on Rex anyway, so I'll call him up and ask him. There you I, go. Let us know. You can text me. Uh, you know, Rex won the championship with uh, my Uncle Lewis in 1960. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I pointed out at the thing the other day. Yeah, you did. Right. Lewis Clements won it in 60 with Rex, and uh, Bud won it in 62 and 63 that's, with Joe Weatherly, and will probably would have won it in 64. That's amazing. But Weatherly got killed early in the season. Wow. And then yeah. Pearson and Cotton Owens won it in 66. All those are Spartanburg natives. Uh, and, how about that? Or how about this? one Spartanburg rookies of the year David Pearson 1960 uh, Billy Wade 1963 driving wow. for Cotton um, <laughs> yeah. James Hilton 1966 driving for James Hilton I love James Hilton by Dick way. Brooks driving mm. for Dick Brooks in 1969 I mean the wealth the wealth of knowledge in this guy's head is amazing I can't dispute any of that I'd like to say that's not that year we even had the rookies of the year every year wow or every other year it's the history is amazing that well, is too cool. You remember all that. I don't know if you guys, I think, parked out here, but you probably walked through this Walk of Champions Tunnel, which was right around the corner here. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's worth doing. It's not, if you go back towards the track, you basically take a left and go down the tunnel, mm-hmm. and the whole side of the wall there, but every year it has pretty much what's like a victory lane picture by yeah. year as you walk through that tunnel. Yeah. And, of course, all those guys are on there. Yeah. If you That's hadn't cool. seen it, it's worth, it's it's not far. It's right around the corner here, so it's worth looking at, yeah. I don't think I've ever been in that Yeah, tunnel, the Walk of Champions is it's the one that basically goes right under between, you know, start, finish, and really more turn one. It's right Okay, wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that tunnel existed. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And it's, it's pedestrian traffic only, so you can just kind of walk through there. That leads outside? It out. Yeah, it'll get you well, back to the good, grandstand. That's a good way. i, I got to be, if you're here at the racetrack at Darlington, I'm going to be at the Boost Pop truck at 11.30. And if you want to come. It'll be out there, yeah. If you want to come see me, uh, come see me there. we got cards, and obviously we're going to have Boost Pops if you're in the, if you're mo- in the well, mood. <laughs> would I be able to drive? Because i got to get out of here if I well, I mean, they have they have non-alcoholic things too. So you, maybe you just get one of those since you got to drive home or drive to the, the yeah. graduation. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty strong. I, I'm going to come out there because I hadn't. I, I want you. I want to try one. Too. Yeah, and, you and meet got, Woody, the owner. Did yeah. you say that he was from Myrtle Beach or something? Or Charleston? Uh, Charleston. Charleston. They're out of Charleston. They have 13 trucks. Charleston, two uh, Columbia, and um, a couple is up as oh, Myrtle Beach. Let me ask you one more thing about your grandfather. I read someplace, and I did not realize this, but didn't he, uh, you might not even know this, I hope you do, I think he was a crew chief for Ray Nichols when A.J. Foyt won the Firecracker 400 in 1964. Yep, I think you're exactly right. Yeah. There's a lot That's of facts cool. in there that I'll, I'll hear and I'll look up, yeah. you know, racing, I'll always Check go them. to ref, racing reference, yeah. and they have it, but my uncle Gary, he was the one, <laughs> he was the oldest brother out of Tony and Glenn, Tony's my father. He was the one that knew all the history, you know, and he passed away, unfortunately, in 2011. And uh, he was the one that I always go to and ask him, the, hey, what did what did uh, Papa, I call him Papa, what yeah. did Papa do? Uh, you know, tell me, some, my grandma. tell me some information. Yeah. And now that he's passed, you know, 
Glenn and Tony, I don't. Their memory is not as good as his, unfortunately, <laughs> with all that stuff. <laughs> Who was the Clements that um, Louis Clements' son that passed away not too long ago? And I, I, oh man, I I'm just an went idiot. Blank. Um, well, Uncle, uh, uh, Uncle Mike, Uncle Mike, Mike I yeah. Think, yeah, Mike came and stayed in our house when I put that thing on at the Chapman Center about the history of racing in Spartanburg right. County. You gave me the get the guitar from uh, the that, Arca Racing. That's National. that's right. Yeah, and, Uncle Mike uh, did. Yeah, and uh, Friday night. Me and Gary and Mike went to Fats, the one out there of Waccamaw Potter. <laughs> Gary we, always go to that one. <laughs> we laughed. We laughed so hard that night. That I thought they were going to throw us out. We weren't drinking or anything. Then Mike and I went to an event up in North Carolina at Alex Beam's uh, museum. And I got home that night and was sitting on the couch, sort of, <coughs> excuse me, sort of just relaxing. And Dale Wilkerson, who used to do Dropping the Hammer, the show that preceded this one called and told me that gary had died that day yeah that was unbelievable and i was laughing my butt off with him two days earlier oh man that that was was unbelievable uh, unexpected Uh, he had a heart attack coming back from the grocery store in his car so uh we were at california racing and we got the news right after the race and it was pretty uh it was terrible for sure it it gives me chills right now that think about it but uh we miss uncle gary love him to death but yeah he was uh, i hate to bring that up but no I, we're not going to end on that it's note, life but, but it, it was a he was a great guy and but crawford was what i was uh thinking about because i never knew he was a crew chief for nichols and i and aj fort's my hero i mean i got i've had dogs i got a son in the marine corps named after him so uh, oh wow yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, it's he's aj but it's not yeah. anthony joseph it's alan jake but, uh, <laughs> Close AJ's what counts. yeah well look guys um Jeremy, best of luck to you today, and whatever you're doing to keep them on the track, you just keep it. And I just now noticed your hat, the Buddy Baker Budmore Engineering uh, Torino. That's that's cool. Yeah, I got this from, uh, it was in Bud's collection. When he passed away, a lot of that stuff ended up in Carol and Daryl's garage. Yeah. So once the family had kind of gone through some of that stuff, they were kind enough to let me come in and pick out a few things that and was you, super nice and you glued that on yourself right well i'm, I'm hoping it'll <laughs> make it to at least the start <laughs> trying to keep I mean, it it's, together this was now you would know this would be 60 what year no, no, that no, two? 75 75 okay 75. <laughs> like, i don't know i was like somebody said 68 i was like that doesn't sound right either but yeah well we're, we're looking forward to this this has been so much fun already now we just need to deliver on it. RN. We need some Budmore engineering on this uh, 51 car. But well, gotta like I said, thanks. Uh, you had them all in one spot the other day. <laughs> That's right. I told him, I said, rub this car, rub it down. We need yeah. some good luck and good mojo and uh, some speed to this thing. But can't thank uh, Fox Sports Spartanburg 98.3 FM again and Spartan Waste. Switch to Spartan Waste if you don't have them as a trash service in Spartanburg. Can I fire the city? <laughs> yeah. If you're not with Spartan Waste, could. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, they they do a tremendous job, and uh, I switched to them, so why why can't you? But uh, yeah. we want also want to thank Whitetail Smokeless. Check them out at DeerDip.com. All South Electric, R.A. Goodson Construction. All those great people are on our uh, hot rod, our Chevy this weekend, and uh, hopefully we have some good luck today. We have some speed. Like I said earlier, unfortunately, we weren't that great in practice, but we've thrown a lot at it, so we'll see what happens soon. Good. Upstate Logistics? Uh, yeah, they're not on the car today, but they have been before. Yes, but, um, they're, they're a good partner as well. So, yeah, it's all kind of the, the same thing. It's but we, intertwined. That's right. We stick with the radio station on the car for the most part. Well, thank you so much, guys. Thanks for coming in a little bit early. No problem. And, uh, Enjoyed it, man. Always, uh, always appreciate being on the show. Want to say hi to Trent? 
uh, our, our good buddy Tranny. He's probably listening he right is. now. He is. He just sent me a text. He said, I'll have his hat on. He claims, you know, I put this in my will and it goes to Trent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trent's a big supporter of, of this show, obviously, and of mine, too. And, yeah, and just a good friend. Tranny Montgomery Scott, which he does, you know, I know he supports the show. Um, I guess we'll be considered a title sponsor for sure. So, yeah. Um, shout out to him we were hoping he could make it today but wasn't able to okay well thanks guys get out there and do it and uh uh i'll be watching thank you the race is at 1 30 fs1 guys so uh don't forget if you see deb williams send her in i sure will thank you so much (laughs) thank you for having uh, for uh for coming in for having us listen to me appreciate everything how we doing there matt you want to go for a break now okay buddy well let's uh Let's take a break and we'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a Plante? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. Attorneys at Carolina Law Group aren't your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and we'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. 
Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Welcome. <coughs> Excuse me, gosh, my rev limiter hit me again. <coughs> Excuse me. Welcome back to Start Your Engines, and I'm so tickled to be sitting across from Deb Williams. How you doing, Deb? Fine, thank you. It's good to see you in person. I love doing it in person. Well, what I was going to say, that I said I'd wait till we got on the air, the last time I saw you, that I can remember, was at a like a book it was a signing you know mm-hmm. just a bunch of people sitting around but it was at charlotte at that museum that's kind of off the fourth turn yeah yeah it was the uh, friday was, before the 600 yeah and i was promoting neil castle mm-hmm. and neil was together. there with you yeah yeah and corey LaJoy was sitting beside me <laughs> and i and i came over there and i started talking about uh and uh Randy LaJoy was next to him. That's right. And I came over and I said, I wanted to give you some greetings from uh, an old friend of yours, Buckshot Jones. And he went, he liked to hit the ceiling. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that was one of the great feuds of all time. Oh, yeah. Well, Deb, how's it going out there with the media? Well, it's busy. We had um, Chris Busher. We had three formal press conferences this morning, or I should say media availabilities with Chris Busher and then uh, Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin before they started bringing the drivers in for, they call it scrub sessions. We always mm-hmm. called it one-on-one media availabilities. And you just got to pick. It's like a locker room situation where you're talking to all of them and you switch from one to the other and, and move around. And so, you know, that's what there's going on right now, and that will continue till probably about 10.20, and they start practice at 10.30. Okay. And so after qualifying, fine then they'll probably bring the ones back in that that haven't made it in yet okay and the qualifying is uh starts at what like noon or something like that uh let's see practices from ten thirty, i think to 1105 and then i think qualifying starts yeah because the xfinity races at 130 so correct they got to get it pretty quick mm-hmm. um well let's look, look at this real quick while we're uh i've got it pulled up here I actually, okay, Greg, thanks. Oh, boy, live radio. Actually, uh, um, I won last week, which was my first of the year, but Alan is in first place with 16 points. Lanny and I have 14 each. Deb's got 12, Greg's got four, and Ronnie and Jada have three. I always said this to you over the radio, but I'll say it in person. Take the first pick. Kyle Larson. Alan, are you there? Alan, Alan is not here, but he gave me his pick. Okay, he, he, he's going. Well, uh, he's. Can, can he, you write them down? I sure can. He's, okay. Well, he's Deb going. Wants, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm. I got you. Okay, Deb, you said five. Kyle uh, Larson. Kyle Larson. Who you want, Ronnie? Or you want to come back to you? No, nah, I'm going to take the watermelon man. Okay, that's not a bad pick. He does something there. He even looked pretty good in the truck race last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll take uh, I'll take the nine. Who did Allen pick? Did he take Larson? He took the I eight. Mean, uh, 
Riddick. Oh, Riddick. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a little bit of a little bit of a limb to go out on. Um, and uh, I'll get Greg's pick too in a little bit. Lanny, uh, you can text it to me, and I'll uh, I'll pass it along. So. Um, this is great being at Darlington. I've been here so many times as a fan. I can't believe. I mean, I have been around, stumbling around this infield back in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> well, no, the 60s and 70s. <laughs> I never dreamed I'd be here doing anything to even resemble a media function. But uh, this is great being here, even if it is a little room and to have people like Kerry uh, uh, Tharp and Jeremy Clements, you know, coming around. And yeah. you. It's just, uh, it humbles me a little bit, and I appreciate you coming in. I appreciate you being on the show. Well, I appreciate you having me, and, you know, one thing I would encourage everyone to do, if you haven't been to Darlington, of course, coming to Darlington is a unique experience. The first time I ever came here was for the 75 Southern 500. I was here. (laughs) Bobby Allison won both races that year in the Matador. Yeah, and that's when they still had the cover over the original front stretch. Yeah. And um, so... We couldn't come to a lot of those races because it was so far from Canton, North Carolina, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, what I was going to say was the National Motorsports Press Association Hall of Fame is located here in the stock car, it used to be the Joe Weatherman Museum, now it's the Stock Car Museum. And if you don't expect anything expensive like you see at the one in Daytona, because... That's NASCAR money paying for that. Mm -hmm. This is the Press Association's Hall of Fame that we've paid for with the goodness of sponsors' hearts Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, looked at it through the years. But it's pretty cool because you can go in there and press the pylons Mm -hmm. and and hear about the the different um, people that are in our NMPA Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. So... You know, if you just want a good glimpse at history, if um, I when I was in there yesterday with the president of the NMPA and our executive secretary, we were looking at things we needed to do and plan for. And I say we because I'm on the board of directors, but I heard one fan comment, well, this something about this isn't as nice as the one in Daytona, and I wanted to say, well, that's because this one doesn't have NASCAR money paying for it. Mm-hmm. But it's still, if, if you're a grassroots race fan and you enjoy the history and you want to see the old cars and the old trophies and and learn things about the people in the sport that are in our NMPA Hall of Fame, then I highly encourage you to go to it. And some of the, the displays in there, I mean, you've got uh, uh, old driver uniforms. I think Joe Weatherly used to have his uh, um, saddle Oxfords in there that he raced in and uh uh, a lot of old cars with Kerry and I were just talking about the 50 Oldsmobile that was the first car ever entered in a race here. Mm-hmm. He said it was going to be on the track later on today or tomorrow, maybe he said. Uh-huh. But uh, is, is Bill Elliott's car still in there? Yes, it is. Bill loaned that to the NMPA back <laughs> when Steve Wade was still the president of the NMPA. So that is a loan that Bill Elliott made to the NMPA, but yeah, it's still in there. I don't know if it's coming across, but I think they're practicing out there. They are. Because we are right off. Like I said earlier, you could practically reach out the window and touch the first turn. But the thing about that Bill Elliott card, it always, I mean, you can tell us the real one that he won the uh, million dollars in because the roof number is backwards. Yeah, and you know... It looks like a G. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking in that car yesterday, and 
you didn't really think about it then, but now you look at all the safety features and all in the current car. Yeah. And I was looking at that, and it's just, I think you'll be amazed not only at what that car looked like inside in 1985, but when you look at the other cars that are not part of the NMPA Hall of Fame, and you look at basically what they were when they just opened the door and tied it shut with a belt or whatever, you know. So uh, it's a good thing about the, the history of the sport. It's a good place to see it. Uh, without any frills and bells and whistles and there's even a display in there of some of the cheating parts right. that were confiscated from smoky eunuch <laughs> well not all of them no not all of them i think it's hoods <laughs> in there it used to be i think but uh you know this reminds me when we had the uh the little get together at jeremy's shop the other day mm-hmm uh, right as they started the little we didn't have microphones we were just standing up there talking and right as the um, Ryan Delaney, who was just in here that owns the radio station and is the main sponsor on the car of the day, just as he started talking, they fired up the dyno. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody could hear a word he said. Yeah. So, uh, That's why most all your engine builders are deaf now. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize it. I know that um, they don't realize Richard Petty wears hearing aids in social situations. But if he's got your his back to you and you're at the fence yelling at him to about an autograph or whatever, he's not ignoring you. He can't hear you. Yeah, I know. He reads lips. But a lot of people don't realize that. Well, I've, I'm sort of used to that because both my father and my brother, and now my son, were, were all in artillery. Mm, gotcha. And, and every one of them said you can't give orders wearing headphones. No, that's true. And, I mean, I don't know why, but <laughs> none of them can hear. I know that much. Um, Deb, you... Uh, this is a far cry from a couple of years ago when uh, COVID hit and there were no fans at the races. Right. I think Harvick won at Darlington, if I'm not mistaken. They got out of the car and nobody was there. Yeah, that was the um, first race back after the COVID shutdown was at Darlington. And, yeah. You know, I think that really brought home to the drivers just how much the fans meant. And I know it hit Clint Boyer when he got out of his car at Bristol because that was when Chase Elliott and Joy Logano had gotten into it and wrecked each other racing for the lead. And Clint said, you know, if the fans had been there, when he got out of the car, there would have been screaming and hollering and all. And he said it was just quiet, and we just got in our cars and went home. And that was a reality check, which I think was very, very good for the competitors to realize the importance of the fans. And when you finally got to come back, there were so many, uh, I guess, rules that mm-hmm. you had to follow, protocols. Mm-hmm. And uh, has most of that been lifted now, or was some of it things that they said, well, this was a good idea, let's just keep this in place? No, um, you know, we still had to wear masks in Daytona during speed weeks. But by the time we got to Atlanta, then now masks are optional and um you know you don't we're back to full capacity in the media centers and everything's back to normal before it was before the pandemic yeah Mm -hmm. so uh uh we're getting towards the uh sort of creeping up on the halfway point i guess this may be like the one-third point of the season what we haven't been to all the tracks for the first time with the new car yet so what are you seeing with the new car and uh do you think it'll be that much different when when they come back 
to some of these tracks the second time? Well, I don't, um, you know, I think they'll be more comfortable with it the second time Mm -hmm. because they'll have learned a lot more of its idiosyncrasies. You know, it's just like starting a new school year with a teacher that you've heard reputation about but you got to get used and find that little teacher's quirks and what that teacher likes in essay questions yeah. and answers and everything. And, you know, by the time you get out of the holiday season, you feel more comfortable with that teacher if yeah. it takes you that long. So I think that's what you're going to have with the cars. But it's just like one thing they were talking about when they were testing the car at Daytona and heat was such an issue. Mm-hmm. And someone asked Chase Elliott about that yesterday, and Chase said that, you know, they really haven't had any hot races yet, so they don't know if it's still an issue. And I just asked Alex Bowman the same thing, mm-hmm. and Alex said that he thought it would be a long, hot summer, yeah. that it would be very hot in the summer. But Alex said something I thought was interesting. I was asking them their frustrations with the new car and what they liked the most. And Alex said that his frustration with the new car has been he can't see the entire dashboard the way his seat is placed in the car and i haven't heard that so i thought that was quite interesting well that's good coming from somebody that backs into all of his wins oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it um you know we did have the truck race here last night that was a good race and john hunter nemechek said there was more relief than excitement he said that he was happy now that he didn't have to go into the team meetings on monday and listen to kyle ask him when are you going to win and, uh, of course, in post-race inspection, the 88 of Matt Crafton was disqualified. Oh, I for, didn't know that. Yeah, for being too low in the front. Hmm. Um, John Hunter Nemechek, I hope this isn't too dumb a question. His father was John Nemechek? His father was jo- is Joe Nemechek. His father's Joe. Joe. So John was his uncle. Correct. Oh, okay. All right. And that's the reason he see, Andrea was pregnant with John Hunter when John got killed at... Homestead. The, at Homestead I, I in was the truck there. race. And so that's the reason people don't maybe realize why you say John Hunter, mm-hmm. and it's to distinguish him from his uncle, John. His uncle. Okay. But Joe's his father. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe and Andrea are his parents. I love Joe Nemechek. Is he still around these days? I don't see him as much as, as I did, but now, I'm sure he is. Let me go back to one more thing. You were talking about Richard Petty earlier. Does he still come to the races? I mean, they used to show him on the pit box. I know he's not there. I don't guess he's there anymore. Well, Richard's been on the Kyle Petty charity ride this week. Okay. Uh, he was, uh, Kyle had tweeted out a picture, and he was talking about riding at the front of the charity ride with his father. Mm-hmm. But he will be the analyst in the Fox booth for the first stage Sunday night. Oh. Uh, Richard will be the analyst in the first stage. Bobby Labonte will be the second stage, and Bill Elliott will be the third stage. Oh, that's great. Deb, it's great to have you here in person. We'll be expecting you in Spartanburg every Saturday morning. Oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I'd be expecting you at Charlotte for well, the 600 weekend. <laughs> well, I, we might just, you know, I don't know if we could put it together that fast. Maybe we could, but I'd certainly like to come back here in September. Definitely. Because we've, uh, I think we've behaved so far mm-hmm. to, to get invited. I haven't heard by. any complaints. Well, good. Uh, <laughs> They probably would have had some because, you know, when we switched from the midway to uh, the booth, you know, when mm-hmm. they were saying a tent and a generator and the barrels for each leg, it was like, you know, I, I hate to do this to you guys, but can I, is it too late to get in the radio room? And he mm-hmm. said, no, uh, Brent out there, Gamble said, yeah. no, no problem. So uh, I guess I didn't, if I was going to make him mad, that would have probably been my chance. 
No, that wouldn't do it. Who's doing your yard work? I, mean, I know. Me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, who's doing it this weekend? <laughs> Nobody. Okay. I, lo- I looked at the front yard, and I thought, it can make it through the weekend. Well, see. I, I knew the storm was coming, so I figured, okay, it'll get watered. See, God and I have an agreement. He waters it, and I mow it. Yeah, he lets me sleep Sunday morning, but I'm a good person. Uh, we have a similar agreement. Thank you, Deb. Thank you so much for coming by. Thank it's you. It's great always a pleasure. You, great having you here. Great being. Uh, finally get to talk to you and do it well, we, in person. Uh, hope it won't be so long between because it's been uh, pre-COVID since the last time we met. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a break now, Matt, and um, come back to uh, some more of my fascinating statistics. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive-thru. Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive-thru special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive-thru is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this, and you want it to sound like this, there's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway. Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle. Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems, and so much more. So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com. Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway. You dream it, we build it. Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time, every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community, where they work and live, clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. 
said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Value and product served. Welcome back to Start Your Engines from, as you can hear in the background, I guess, I don't know how you could not hear that, is the uh, practice going on for the cup cars from the Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. You, you still there, Ronnie? Oh, yeah, still here with you. Can you hear the cars going by? We can, but it's, okay. not, but it's Ryan, not overpowering. It, oh, okay, it, so it sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, it sounds yeah. good here. I mean, it's it's pretty loud here, but I mean, it's, these uh, radio rooms are definitely not soundproof. Is Alan still there with you? No, Alan had to take off. Okay, I guess the fish started calling him, huh? It, that very well could be. Okay, well, let me get back. It was quite coincidental that Jeremy came walking in about five or six minutes early when I was doing the Xfinity uh, results. So let me go back there and start over. <coughs> And uh, last week at Dover, they ran the A-Game 200, and that was uh, won by Josh Berry for JR Motorsports. Justin Allgaier was second for JR Motorsports. Ty Gibbs was third for Joe Gibbs. Fourth was Noah Craxon for JR Motorsports. And fifth was Sam Mayer for JR Motorsports. So JR had four of the top five uh, finishers there, and dang near had a sweep. Sixth was... A.J. Allmendinger, 7th, Brandon Jones, 8th, Sheldon Creed, ninth Riley Herbst, and 10th, Ryan Siege. Another another miserable finish for uh, Jeremy, who was having uh, fuel problems with the... Uh, he said it was a mechanical, and he had it at Talladega and cost him a great top 5 or maybe a definitely top 10 finish, and then they never got hardly out of the box uh, at Dover where they finished 29th. So looking at the uh, point standings for Xfinity, A.J. Allmendinger has a 43-point lead over Ty Gibbs and Noah Cragson. Uh, fourth is Josh Berry. Fifth is a tie between uh, Brandon Jones and Justin Allgaier. Seventh is Sam Mayer. Eighth, Ryan Siege. Ninth, Riley Herbst. Tenth, Austin Hill. Eleventh, Landon Castle. And twelfth is Daniel Hemrick. Jeremy, with his um, pretty bad finish there, slipped all the way. Uh, well, he slipped from a one spot to 19th. He's 13 points out of 18th, which is Alex LeBay. He's 40 points behind 17th, which is Brett Moffitt. And he's 50 points behind uh, 16th, which is Jeb Burton. So as you see, you get, you get back there, and it's really, really tough to make up ground. He can do it. Be great to start today with the uh, car sponsored by uh, this radio station, WSPG. But he's got a, as I, I stated earlier, the qualifying was rained out yesterday, so they went on one of their uh, formulas that's mostly, uh, I think, uh, regulated by the phases of the moon. He is 
19th in points, but he got the 22nd starting position. And uh, Ty Gibbs is on the pole. Josh Berry is second. Second row is Allgaier and Cragson. Third row is Almondinger and Jones. Fourth row, Sam Mayer and Riley Herbst. And the fifth row is Siege and Sheldon Creed. So, as Jeremy told us just a few minutes ago, you know, he's got, he's got 21 cars to pass, so hopefully he can, uh, fo- hopefully he can do it. Look who's back. Back oh, Deb's back with her uh, inside NASCAR jacket. That's very chic. That was the first year of the TV show in 1985. 1985. How about that? That's great. I wanted to see you with go-go boots or something on. I got those at home. <laughs> okay. Deb Williams sticking her nose back in the room here for a second. Let's go to ARCA. They didn't race last weekend. They raced at Talladega the week before. And the point standings in ARCA is um, the young African-American gentleman, Raja Karuth, is the points leader. Hope he wins the whole thing. Second is Daniel Dye. Third is Nick Sanchez. Fourth, Parker Chase. And fifth, Corey Heim. Sixth is Tony Breitinger, a female. Seventh is Gus Dean. Eighth is Amber Balkin. And I think that's a female as well. Ninth is Ryan Huff and 10th, D.L. Wilson. They won't run again until next Saturday, and that will be the Dutch Boy 150 at Kansas. And I'm sure that's in conjunction with uh, probably, I don't know, maybe uh, Indy cars. I'm not sure. Anyway, speaking of Indy cars, they ran last week at uh, the Honda Indy Grand Prix of Alabama which was at the Barber Motorsports Park in Birmingham. And uh, it was a fairly close race between at the finish with Patricio Award, the winner. Defending champion Alex Pelot is was second. Renas VK was third. Will Power fourth. Scott Dixon fifth. Scott McLaughlin seventh. I'm sorry, sixth. <coughs> Excuse me. Um... Roman Groshan was 7th, Graham Rahal 8th, Alexander Rossi 9th, and Colton Herta was 10th. The point standings in the Indy cars, and you know this is the month of May, so they're all pointing towards that 500 miler on Memorial Day. But before that, they've got to go to the road course, which will be the road course at Indianapolis for the GMR Grand Prix. <laughs> Excuse me. And that will be next Saturday. Uh, May 14th but the point standings as far as the Indy cars are uh, Alex Pillow is, has a three point lead over Scott McLaughlin third is Joseph Newgarden fourth Will Power fifth Patricio Award sixth Scott Dixon seventh Renus Vique eighth Romain Groshan ninth it's a tie between Graham Rahal and Mike Marcus Erickson and uh so that would be the top ten. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I tell you what, this uh, this cough is uh, shows up at the worst times. Formula One. This is the one that floored me last week, or actually a couple of weeks ago, when I discovered that they have a brand new racetrack in Miami, out where Hard Rock Stadium is, which used to be Joe Robbie Stadium where the Dolphins played, and it used to be where the Marlins played when I was down there. 
but um, it's called uh, Miami Autodrome, and they will run the Formula One Miami Grand Prix at 3.30 on ESPN Saturday, uh, Sunday. That will be in direct competition with the NASCAR race, with the Cup race. They're uh, out there practicing this week and uh, had a couple of pretty uh, nasty crashes. Uh, the most uh, significant that I saw was Carlos Sainz, who was fifth in the standings and uh, is uh, the second Ferrari driver. Um, but the point standings, Charles Leclerc is first. Max Verstappen is 27 points behind in second. Third is Sergio Perez. Fourth, George Russell. Fifth, Carlos Sainz, who I just said Christ in practice. Sixth is Lando Norris. Seventh, Lewis Hamilton. Eighth, Valtteri Bottas. Ninth, Esteban Ocon. And tenth, in the American Ferrari, is Kevin Magnussen. And we're real, real tickled with how he's doing in Formula One. In the uh, the uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, they ran last week at Laguna Seca. And um, actually, the car that we are uh, most interested in, the Wheeling Engineering uh, Cadillac of Tristan Nunez and Pipo Durrani, finished third. So they got a podium, their first podium of the year. So they sort of snapped uh, out of the doldrums somewhat. Hopefully they can, uh, as defending champions, get back to some uh, some first place, uh, that highest step on the podium. But the uh, winner was Ricky Taylor and Felipe Albuquerque in the Konica Minolta Acura. Second was Oliver Jarvis uh, and Tom Blomquist in the uh, Meyer Shank Racing uh, um I believe that is an Acura. Yes, it is. Third, as I said, was Tristan Nunez and Pipo Durrani for the uh, Wheeling Engineering team. Fourth was Tristan Vautier and Richard Westbrook. And third, I mean, I'm sorry, fifth was uh, Earl Bamber and Alex Lynn. The point standings for the the uh, WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. We proved, improved just a tad with uh, the... Uh, Cars, the car falling out that finished, uh, I just mentioned finished fifth was uh, Earl Bamber and Alex Lynn. They were uh, they were up there pretty high in the standings, so this sort of knocked them back a bit. And uh, leading the point standings is Tom Blomquist and Felipe Albuquerque. Um, second is Tristan Volte and Richard Westbrook, who are 17 points back. Alex Lynn and Earl Bamber that I just, menaced, uh, just mentioned that had terrible luck at uh, Laguna Seca are 30 points back in f- third and fourth is Tristan Nunez and Pipo Durrani in the Wheeling Engineering Cadillac and they're 76 points behind with quite a few races left. In fact, the next one will be next, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow at Mid-Ohio for the Lexus Grand Prix of Mid-Ohio. So uh, hopefully Mid-Ohio is a good track for uh, the Wayland team and uh, that's about all we got for our results from last week and what's coming up. Well, Perry, like I say, I'm I, I fascinated looking at the cars going through the corners and stuff. And, uh, and you haven't seen that in a while, have you? No, and, and these cats are moving too. Yeah. So what we've been seeing on TV is really for real. I mean, these guys well, yeah, are good. It, it is real. <laughs> if it got any worse... <coughs> I, 
I've always asking people for autographs. Oh, well, see, the, that's what goes around comes around. Well, listen, while we got Greg back on the microphone, Greg, what's your pick? Since we got Greg back on the microphone, what is his pick for tomorrow? Woods. You want the Woods Brothers car? I thought that as would much, be uh, Harrison Burton. I thought as much, but I wanted to make sure. And Lanny texted me; he wants Blaney. Right. Okay. So uh, we, uh, I know we're coming up on the top of the hour break here. So uh, we got four minutes to kill, Greg. Uh, so what else has impressed you around this place? You have been gone. How long has it been since you've been to Darlington? Ten years? Less? No, you came down here for some of those. Uh, when they had the old timer festivities. Yeah, when when Daddy was down here, and we were doing all the Hall of Fame things. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, you were the one that was running the back when we first got started. And I played up in the hospital as usual. But anyway, <laughs> what do you remember about Darlington, Greg? Uh, a lot of memories. I know you went to uh, Victory Lane here one time. We've talked about it before, but when Daryl Derringer won the 66 Southern 500, you... Uh, I'm hanging on a roll bar. They stuffed you in the car, and you rode up the hill into Victory Lane with uh, Daryl Derringer. That's, that, was, I, that had to be a memory you'd never forget. I, oh, I can't forget that, or I can't forget a lot of things. Yeah. Like I say, if it got any worse, I'm going to start asking I, I ask for autographs. It says... It, 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 these guys are good. They're big. I mean, they, I mean, let's give credit to you where it's due. But, you know, we were talking out there with a Mark Garrow, who's a, a nationally known, uh, you know, broadcaster. And he uh, um, was saying, you know, most of these guys out here in this press room, and we're not talking about Deb Williams, we're talking about a lot of other ones. And you can sort of look around and see which ones they're talking about don't have a clue as to uh, the history of this sport and what happened, uh, you know, before them at this, probably the most historic track in stock car racing. No doubt about it. And very great records. The thing is, we were all, we were here and saw this stuff. I was in the days in the pits. Barry was right there with me and uh, I just... Well, I can't sit here and brag on myself. You can if you want to. I've been bragging on you. Well, I, I appreciate that, but but more it, it, it people, the people before us. Yeah, well, you know, nobody is more revered than uh, Bud Moore and your father, and I'm just, I'm proud to have you as a friend and the Moore family as friends and to see y'all uh, being honored the way that the Clements family is doing it. Excuse me. How about that paint job? With, with this car this week uh, for yeah. Earnhardt, it's just uh, it's a great thing. So, uh, Unreal. Yep. So we're going to uh, pretty soon have Terry Labonte on here who has a – I saw his first race here, and I think that was about 78 or something like that, and he uh, immediately driving that uh, – Billy Hagen car out of Louisiana. Fire. Yeah, he was he was good, and I think he finished fourth his first time here, and then uh, won his first big race here, as I said, in the Southern 500, and his last big race. Well, they were all big back then, but uh, his last race was a Southern 500, and uh, 
and doesn't seem like it, but I think it was 2002. It was a long still, time ago. He's still cool. I mean, this really, uh, <coughs> it, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing. I've not, I've been bombarded with, with so many memories. Yeah. Well, Terry's uh, was always uh, my family's favorite driver because uh, he was clean cut and he had Tony Tiger on his car. I'm telling you, and he just, he's still ice man. He's just cool, and he's a gentleman. And uh, and we're going to be right back with Terry Labonte after the top of the hour break. You're listening to Start Your Engines from Darlington Raceway. The Blue Hose play here. Listen to Presbyterian College Athletics. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. you need to know. In Game 3 of the Western Conference Semifinals on Friday night, the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Phoenix Suns 103-94, but the Suns still lead the series two games to one. In Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals, the Philadelphia 76ers topped the Miami Heat by 20, 99-79. Heat still leads that series two games to one. The story, Joel Embiid coming through with 18 points and 11 rebounds in his return after missing the first two games of the series with a right orbital fracture and a concussion. In Major League Baseball, today's game between the Yankees and Rangers at Yankee Stadium has been postponed until Monday because of inclement weather. And at the NFL, former Las Vegas Raiders president Dan Ventrell alleges he was fired Friday in retaliation for raising concerns about a hostile work environment in the Raiders organization with the NFL. The NFL says it will investigate. I'm Isaac Lohenkron. A few years back when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Tracing roots to 1832, Janney is a leading financial services firm dedicated to putting client needs first. With nearly 200 years of experience, we are committed to providing the best in financial and investment advice to help clients reach their personal or business goals. When you are seeking a long-term relationship built on trust and experience, financial advisor Trent Lancaster, located in the Spartanburg office, can provide seasoned advice, guidance, and support through every stage of your life and finances. We invite you to speak with Trent to explore ways in which he can help you and your future generations in planning for your future. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. 
The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who has recently voted his best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. Steve and Jerry here from the world-famous Beacon Drive-In in Spartanburg. Jerry, the Beacon opened back in 1946. How many years have we been serving great food at great prices? Hey, Plante! 70 years? How many folks are we still serving every week? Hey, Plante! Well, like you always say, I like my job, but I love my customers. But can you say something other than a hey, Plante? Call it! Join Steve and Jerry at the world-famous Beacon Drive-In, John White Boulevard in Spartanburg, where the food is still always good since 1946. The Hub City Farmers Market is back. They will be open from 11 to 2 on March 19th for their final winter market, and then they'll be open every Saturday from 8 to noon beginning April 2nd. The Hub City Farmers Market features the freshest local produce, meat and dairy products, as well as artisan crafts and bath and body products from local vendors. Every Saturday will feature live music as well as activities for the kids. Remember to shop local with the Hub City Farmers Market, presented by Spartanburg Regional, located at 498 Howard Street, Open every Saturday beginning April 2nd. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3FM 3 studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the third hour of Start Your Engines from historic Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. And I know one guy that probably loves this place, our next guest, Terry Labonte. Good morning, Terry. Uh, Good morning. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. Terry, I can't thank you enough. It seems like me and you arrived at about the same time. Both born about, I can't forget, first time out at bat, and you run fourth at Darlington. Now, that's, that, that, that's, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I uh, I didn't, uh, I had no idea where I finished until it was over. I, I, never, I looked at the scoreboard two or three times just to see how, how many more laps were left because of the race lasted forever. I'd never run a 500-mile race before. <laughs> but I never thought to look at my car number up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry, I, I mean, I was at that race. I, I used to come to all the races that were close enough to Spartanburg to drive to, and I remember that very well. And I was like, who is Terry Labonte and who is Billy Hagan? I mean, I'd never really heard of either one of you. We know who they were, though, when, when they left. When they left, yeah. Well, it was a well, t- lucky Terry, start. Terry, I mean, how did you get hooked up with Billy Hagen? Did he, did he see? Obviously, he saw something in you that uh, he said, you know, I've got to, I've got to cultivate this uh, yeah. this driver because he's he's going to be a good one. 
you know, Billy started sponsoring my uh, short track car when I lived in Texas, and I met him uh, in, at the Speedway, Meyer Speedway in Houston, Texas, and the track promoter introduced us, and uh, and Billy started sponsoring my late model car down there, and he sponsored me for a couple of years, and we, we'd race in San Antonio and Houston, and would go over venture over to Louisiana a few times, but uh, so, and then he gave me the opportunity to uh, ask me if I wanted to move to North Carolina, and uh Work, work, go to work on his on his cup team, and then uh, and run some a few races that year. And so I said, you know, sure. So I moved to North Carolina, and we ran uh, five races uh, towards the end of that year. And uh, then we ran the full schedule after that. Did you take over from Skip Manning? True, correct. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, yeah. I remember Skip, Skip had a rough day here at Darlington one time too, when uh, right in front of me. Uh, he spun out, and Joe Frazon tried to get in the car with him. I mean, he hit him right in the door, and that was a scary moment. But, you know, I, Skip was a – I thought he was a good up-and-coming driver, but I always wondered if maybe his injuries had a lasting effect that uh, Billy Hagan felt like he needed to be replaced with you, or, or that had nothing to do with it, as far as you know. Texas. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't know Skip that well, and uh... – I did go to some of the races with him when he was still driving, and then, uh, uh, and they, you know, it was kind of one of those deals that just it wasn't going the way everybody wanted it to go. And sometimes when things like that happen, you know, people make changes. Well, you know, Terry, you were talking about when you finished fourth that year uh, before you started winning at Darlington. You uh, was it maybe because Darlington has such a reputation? Was it maybe a fact that you just you hadn't heard all the the stories about Darlington and how tough it was that you just uh, you know you just went out there and did it without being intimidated before you got here. Well, I just you know I knew that it was a tough racetrack. Was about it. I remember going to the rookie meeting and they showed a video of the previous year's race and I thought to myself, Oh my God, the car that I'm driving is the highlight of the video. <laughs> yeah, that's the wreck I was talking about. You're everything you're not supposed to do. And I sat there and I went, oh, my God, I can't believe this. The car looks identical to the one I'm driving. And so I left yeah. that. I said, well, the, the only thing you can do is make sure you don't make next year's video. And so I just <laughs> stay out of trouble all day and, and just kind of run my own race there. And, uh, and they, God, I mean, I, I've never seen such wrecks down there. I'm like, my God, they had they tore up some cars, people wrecking. And it was definitely a tough racetrack, that's for sure. Well, uh, and I'll never forget your first win here, because uh, once again I was sitting right in the first turn when uh, I think Frank Warren blew an engine, and you could see the oil on the track. I mean, yeah. you could see it, and because the way the track was slick looking anyway, but it was even slicker where uh, his Dodge had dumped all that oil, and uh, I think Pearson came in there, and Benny Parsons maybe, and a couple of others, and they all started bouncing off the wall, and Terry, you just went right through it, and uh Got your first win, and and yeah. I'll never forget the Victory Lane interview with uh, Chris Akonamaki. You uh, you didn't even know where the camera was. You were looking the wrong oh, way. No. I didn't know where Victory Lane was. I, evidently, <laughs> evidently, I didn't even know where the right lane to run was because I missed the oil. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that, that was a, a a good move, and and then when you won your last race, uh, the Southern Five Hundred. Um, which I believe was the last time they actually ran it on Labor Day for several or Labor Day weekend for several years. Yeah, that's right. You, uh, that's right. That's right. 
I'll never forget, you went straight to Victory Lane without doing a donut, and I think they asked you about it, and you said, I don't do donuts, and I thought that was fantastic. That is fantastic. Like, Man, tear the car up. Yeah. Can you imagine driving for Junior Johnson, and you win a race, and you go out there and do donuts and burn the back tires up, and burn both the quarter panels up, and burn the engine up? You wouldn't do that but once. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> That's right. I, don't under, I, don't, I just kind of don't understand it, but uh, anyway... So, no, I uh, got the checkered flag, went around, and went to victory line. So, that was cool. Well, you won a lot of races. You won two, You won 22 races. You won 11 Xfinity races. But you uh, you were the 84 and 96 Cup champions. Uh, 12 years in between championships. That was uh, That's kind of different. Yeah, you know, a lot of those guys kind of use themselves up too much, you know, and win two or three in a row. And I didn't want to do that. I spaced mine out. <laughs> But it's kind of like Darlington. I mean, how many people with like twenty some years between wins at Darlington? It's like, yeah, uh, I did that too. So uh, that last time I won at Darlington, if I'd have known that was going to be my last win, I'd have quit then. But I didn't realize it was. But uh, Darlington is a, a certainly a special place for me. I ran my first race there, and I won my first race there, and I won my last race there. So it's got a lot of great exactly. memories down there. And it's uh, what a what a Kind of just a neat facility, and the track is just you know, like they say, it's too tough to tame. And and uh, I don't think you did it. You're run five five hundred miles without getting a scratch on your car by yourself, you know. <laughs> well, Terry, uh, you've uh, got been elected to the Hall of Fame, and uh, how has that changed your uh, your life? I mean, is there a lot of demands on you? Not only is a two time champion, and and all the races you won should be enough, but since you've been in the Hall of Fame now, is there a lot of demands on your time and and uh, appearances, or is it just uh, business as usual? I know you've got other things going on that I want to touch uh, on, but uh, it's you know, occasionally I get people you know want me to go uh, do certain things and things like that. And of course, with the, you know, when the COVID hit, that kind of shut everything down there for a couple of years. So and just now, things are kind of getting cranked back up. But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't do a whole lot really. And, uh, I still, it's just really an honor to be in the Hall of Fame. And I look in there, and it's amazing to be in the Hall of Fame with all these people that were my heroes growing up. So exactly. I still, you know, it's, uh, it's it's really a special feeling. And, you know, it, it, I don't ever put myself on my heroes level, you know, because your heroes are always, you know, superheroes to me. And, and you always look up to them, and I continue to still look up to those guys. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it, but the practice has started again outside, and this this media center right inside the first turn. Uh, you oh, yeah. like practically reach out and touch the track, but uh, we had it quiet for a few moments. But now they're going to practice again. Uh, you, you've got something going on now with I guess you're, you're in uh, with your brother Bobby. Y'all together on this uh, Longhorn chassis for the late models, correct? Well, we did, and my, my son still, uh, still owns, you know, part of it, and then we've had some other, uh, investors, uh, bought, uh, Bobby and myself out, so Justin's still, uh, a big part of it, and he was one that really did all the work anyway, and, and, uh, we were able to put this deal together, um, and so I think they're gonna really take it kind of to the next level, and, uh, but Justin is really kind of the one in charge of the competition, and he's just done an unbelievable job. Uh, they've won a lot of races, won the championship last year. And things. It's been uh, it's been fun to watch uh, 
what you want more than that. Got some good people there and done an amazing job. Won a lot, won a lot of races. Well, Terry, I tell you, uh, you've got so many accomplishments, and, and I, I, I think I've told you this before when we've had you on, but you were always my family's favorite driver because uh, uh, they wanted to pick somebody, you know, with a good reputation and clean cut, but the, the best thing you had going for you was Tony Tiger. Oh, yeah. Because my, yeah. my kids and my family all love Kellogg's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine does, too. Oh, man. Yeah. I remember when I went up there to meet with Kellogg's, uh, I went in there to our pantry. I opened, it, opened up the pantry, and all my kids had was all Kellogg's products. I thought, this might work out. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's... Uh, I think I got a lot of fans because of the Kellogg's connection there. Terry, what do you do you have any opinion of this new car? I mean, you know, it's really it was sort of pointed out to me. I was looking at it like, uh, God, this is further from a stock car than anything. But the more that uh, people like Greg and and some of the other drivers and mechanics that I talk to, it seems to me that the new car that they have now is uh, probably closer to a stock car than it's been in a long time. You know, I, I, I'm probably not a really good one to ask. Uh, I, I, haven't had my, I was down at Henry Motorsports here just about four or five weeks ago, and I looked at a couple up down there, and they're definitely a lot different than the cars, you know, back when I was racing, and they definitely just a lot different. And, uh, you know, the fact now that they pretty much filed apart pieces that bolt on it, you know, uh, I can see where that's probably going to be a real benefit for the teams going forward. You know, just because it, you know, it's, but, but still, it's just different, but the racing has been pretty good, you know, to watch that, so, uh, I don't know, it's, uh, I think they've done a, a pretty good job at it, I think it just continues to get better, and the teams get more, more experience with them. Hey, you are the ice man, and I'm doing exactly what I've always done, nothing. You, you earned your way around here. I've just been following Daddy around. That's pretty, well, no, that wasn't easy either. <laughs> no, I was, it wouldn't be easy following your dad around. <laughs> well, Terry, we, uh, we appreciate you coming on, and I've got to be perfectly transparent with you. It, it's so loud here in this uh, soundproof booth that uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble hearing you. So uh, I tell you what, I can hear you just enough to uh, pick up every every third word, maybe. But uh, I, I, we're we're real proud that you come on our show every year, and um, we'll make sure that it's quieter next time if you'll consent to come back. But uh, we appreciate you, and uh, thank you so much for coming on Start Your Engines. Okay, guys, y'all have a good day. Thank y'all. All right, thank you very much. That's Terry Labonte, who... Uh, first could, class. First class all the way, but I got to tell you something, I can't hear a thing. I could barely hear him at all. I mean, we had a great interview going, but I, I, it, it it's so much louder now that it, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is but, either. But it, it wasn't, it was, it was doable before, but that was, I mean, the second... Five, the last five minutes of that interview, I could, I could Terry, I could barely tell when he quit talking, and it was my turn to say something. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, you have trouble hearing down here. 
this is a wicked, that's too tough to think. <laughs> it's too tough to broadcast. It's too, too tough. <laughs> yeah, about. for me, really. <clears throat> well, I'll tell you what, let's take a break right now. Let me, uh, let me step out for just a second, and I'll be right back. I want to uh, see if there's anybody out there to help us fill in the last 40 minutes of this show. You're listening to uh, Start Your Engine from Fox Sports Spartanburg. Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Impex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyers program. Hurry on over to Impex Pre-Owned, 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company, keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. Welcome back to the 
live remote from Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina, and it's, uh, you can hear them in the background practicing. So uh, we had Terry Labani on just now, and we could barely hear him once they started practicing. But joining us now is uh, the nationally known uh, writer from uh, Auto Week magazine now, Mike Hembry, also from Spartanburg. That's correct. Yes. Good to see you. Yeah, good to be here. Um, an, an unusual weekend at Darlington because it's not 98 degrees and, uh, <laughs> and everybody everybody's sweating like crazy. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it should be a good, uh, good Saturday, Sunday here. Have you seen, uh, you know, the main reason we're here, I mean, I'd love to be here uh, all the time for all the races, but we particularly picked this one because Jeremy Clements is, dry, is, is using the Budmore paint scheme from when they won the uh, CRC Chemical Rebel 500 in 1982. It's the 40th anniversary, and Jeremy Clements has uh, got the Wrangler paint job on there with the yellow and the the blue, and of course Earnhardt was 15, so Jeremy's 51. He just flipped it around, and on the quarter panel it says Fox Sports uh, 98.3 FM Spartanburg in big letters. So that's what got us down here, and we're real proud of that. Yeah, that's cool. It's one of the that's one of the paint jobs over the years that if you're in the grandstand, boom, you yeah. can recognize right. that that's it. And uh, I think it's a nice job. Yeah. yeah, we're real proud of it. And uh, I know our owners of the radio station are um, putting a lot of money into that car. And, of course, they did last year. And Jeremy actually stayed in the top ten almost the whole year in the Xfinity points and made the playoffs. But this year's been a disaster. So uh, we're hoping he can break that string today. So. Mike, I haven't talked to you in quite a while. I know we uh, we talked uh, a little bit more frequently, but you um, are from what uh, Clifton or Converse or Cowpens? Which is it? <laughs> I actually grew up near Clifton, not in Clifton per se, but like, on the suburbs of Clifton. The suburbs of Clifton. Yeah, worked at the Spartanburg paper for a number of years, and then moved to the Greenville News for uh, twenty-five years. Wow, covering uh, racing most of those years. And then moved on to uh, NASCAR scene in Charlotte yeah, uh, for about 10 years. Then the Speed Channel and USA Today and uh, and now at AutoWeek.com. So I've, I've made the made the circuit. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, we went to a – I tell you, you floored me one time. I don't know where you called me up asked me to go to this uh, book thing, the highfalutin thing up in the mountains someplace. Yeah, book Maybe, fair, yeah. Book yeah. fair and uh, – I think you had just come back from South America. You had been uh, down to visit Juan Pablo Montoya. Yeah, I went down there for NASCAR scene. Uh, spent four days with with Juan Pablo at uh, uh, in Bogota, mm-hmm. hanging around with him, and it was great. One of the great experiences of my career. Um, but yeah, yeah, the the book fair was at uh, I think table rock or paris mountain somewhere table up there. rock yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that was a fun time too. it was I, I i said what's this famous guy asking me to go with him for <laughs> I, I don't really know how that happened but I, i'll never forget it um but so you've seen racing when did you start 1975 the first uh the spring race at atlanta okay it was uh, the first time i had covered a race or been to a race i had never yeah, I was not a fan growing up uh, necessarily. I knew about it, you know, and all that. But you were in a good spot for it, being in Spartanburg. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the period when you know David Pearson and, and and Petty were such big rivals, finishing one and two in a lot of races mm-hmm. together, and um, and Bud Moore 
you know, was having good years. Dick Brooks was around. Yeah. James Hilton. Uh, I mean, Spartanburg was essentially a racing capital it was. back then. Yeah. And um, I mean, I covered David Pearson for so many years. You know, you can't really ask for much better than no. that. Uh, I remember David uh, wandering through the garage one one day at Talladega. I guess Saturday Saturday before race. And uh, he had he had been winning like crazy, and and he walked up to a couple of us riders, and he said, "Are you guys tired of writing about me? You, <laughs> you haven't talked to me all this is all week." And uh, and that, you know that's the way he was. He goofed around, kidded yeah. around, um, but just just covering his career from from start to finish and beyond was was just wonderful and did, fun. Did you try to write a book on him one time? I tried numerous times to talk talk I, him I into doing it. I thought you told me that. Yeah, and he uh, there there is a Pearson book by Jim Hunter which was written many many mm-hmm. years ago. And I told him, you know, you've done so much since that book came out. You really need to have another book to get all this stuff down on paper, all your memories about it, all all the details and the fine print and what you did when and these great races with Richard and et cetera. And he just didn't want to sit down and do the work, mm-hmm. basically, talk, <laughs> do all the interviews that would have been required to do that. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he had bigger fish to fry. So I, I, I understood that. He might have gotten that from Cotton Owens because I asked Cotton Owens a half a dozen times to let me write a book or write one together. And he, I mean, I was making him mad about the last time I asked him. He was going to have no part of that. Yeah, I think those guys just didn't didn't appreciate the the getting things on the historical record like they should have been. Mm-hmm. I've tried to do the same thing with the Wood Brothers over the years, mm-hmm. and and they're just they just haven't had the interest to do that. Uh, and, and, you know, and I, I I get that part of it, uh, but I, I and, and you know we've moved so much away from the printed word now, but yes. still to get things down in a book form. With the stories and the history and the and the historical photos that match mm-hmm. all those things, you know you can't really beat that because it's there. It's there permanently. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of local stuff. I mean, a lot of current stuff. Uh, you know, because you know we're we're a racing show, but I think of it as more of a history show. Greg and I love it, and we have, um, you know, we just had Terry Labonte on, and we're doing okay till they started practice, and I couldn't hear, but the. Uh, uh, there you go. There you go. Take it on my ride. Okay. <laughs> Greg's, uh, Greg's got to get a ride back to Spartanburg. He came down with me, but I'm going to my daughter's graduation at Carolina as soon as this show's over. So uh, okay. he's got a – I pointed out the bus station to him when we came into town. <laughs> so, uh, But, no, he'll get back. He's got plenty of relatives going to be down here this weekend. But, uh, no, um, I, I wanted to uh, – to preserve the history, and that's why I've written, I, I wrote one of the book about the independence, you know, and, and there was 12 of them in the book, and six of them are gone now, and I'm glad I got to them when I did, like Crawfish Crider and James Hilton's on the cover, so uh, um, I, that's just, that's I, I eat it up, and, and Spartanburg was such a great place to live a lot of the history growing up, and, and with uh, going around all the different shops and garages, so... Um, that meant a lot to me to uh, to still now be able to actually sort of cash in on it to the effect of just talking about things that nobody knows anything about. It's, you know, it's kind of I, I know I, I, there was a 
Mark Garrow was out there. I'll just go ahead and say who it was earlier today. And we were, Greg and I were talking to him, and he sort of waved his arm around the room, and he said, half these people don't know what the sport's all about. And that wouldn't be you, because you, you've been there for so long. What do you think, uh, what do you think of the, the way it's turned now with this new car? And I know I've just said this a little earlier to Terry Labonte, but when it came out, I said, you know, this is farther from a stock car than ever. But actually, it, with the technology and everything, it's probably closer to a stock car than, than it's been in a while. Yeah, it probably is. Um, I, I think it's generally good. You know, the racing has been mostly good. There have been some, some spots which need some work. Uh, I guess Martinsville sticks out um, as, as a place that they're going to do some work before they go back there to make the racing there better. Mm -hmm. But the car has, has run well. It's been, uh, it's been in some pretty nasty wrecks and has been, you know, it's held up well in those. Um, you know, it's a, it's a change is inevitable. It's just yeah. going to happen. you got to react to it, do the best you can. Look down the road. I think NASCAR's done that pretty well. I mean, you know, electric cars are coming, and this is one of those one of the first first steps toward that. I'm not sure when that's going to happen, but you know, I was floored to learn that electric car, because we have uh, uh, Paul Dallenbach on every year, and you know, he's got the he does very well every year at Pikes Peak. But I didn't realize that uh, electric Volkswagen has the overall record at Pikes Peak. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. So there you go. It's, <laughs> it is coming. You know, you can't... Uh, NASCAR, perhaps more than any other sport, uh, has has clung to stuff that's old. Uh, I mean, engines mm -hmm. for, for so long. Um, but this new group that's in charge, that has been in charge for five or six or seven years, I guess, has done better at looking forward, making changes that have to happen, while also trying to hang on to some of the traditions mm -hmm. too and that's a difficult mix to make that happen but uh you know so far so good i think it seemed seemed like a few years ago it's been more than a few now probably 10 or 15 it, it almost seemed like nascar was ashamed of its bootlegger moonshine history but uh since then it's it's come to embrace it and it's it's made it sort of a, a given it a kind of a cult following. I mean, that's really cool to have bootleggers uh, be the, the impetus to your sport. Yeah, it, it's a, and it's a, I think it's an educational process too. A lot of the younger fans have come along the last 10 years or so have no clue about the 40s and 50s and what was going on then. And, and As the, Mark Garrow pointed out. Yeah, the, the you know, the, the uh, moonshine hauling pass to it all, and the fact that so many of the winning race cars were built in somebody's backyard under a shade tree. Yeah. I mean, uh, literally, the, the Wood Brothers team started under a big oak tree, and they used one of the sturdiest limbs on that tree to... It's still to, there, isn't it? Yes, to, to, to raise the engines out of the mm -hmm. car. I mean, come on, you can't, you can't get any more basic than that. No. Uh, and... and those stories are still being told, particularly by those of us who've been around for a while. Mm -hmm. So that's not going away. I, I don't think fans should worry about, you know, the sport abandoning the, the old times. Well, I just, I, I love it. I read about it. I'm, I'm a huge Indianapolis 500 fan, which I'm, this is sort of coming up on the holiday season for me with, with Charlotte and Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, I, the old stuff, uh, it's not that I remember some of it, but I like to go all the way back 
I love reading, and I've read a lot about the board tracks and things. I mean, you know, and all the way back to unbelievable the things they did, you know, like uh, um, 50 degree banks with a wooden wooden track with little skinny tires and no seat belt and doing 135 miles an hour with a leather helmet. I mean, that's just incredible. Pure insanity, yeah. yeah. Some of the grainy uh, film from those board tracks, yeah. uh, you know. How did anybody survive it? It's, it's crazy. It was crazy racing. It's crazy racing in places now. Yeah. But, yeah, I would have loved to have been on the scene for a couple of those things. They were they were wild. There's a, a who is it that's got the book? Dick Wallen, I think, has got a book on the board tracks. And it's just, I've read it. It's real thick. It takes a long time to get through it. But it's just, you just can't believe some of the things you're, especially like drafting. He talks about, uh, I mean, they talk about drafting, uh, Interviews with like Pete DiPaolo and Ralph DePalma, who were related, and, and some of those guys, and uh, they called it pulling the rope, like going from one car to the next car to the next car, just by drafting around it. But you know, it you couldn't, you didn't really take them two or three at a time. You just took one at a time. And uh, I think it was Ralph DePalma called it climbing, climbing the rope. That's what it was. Okay. So uh, just crazy stuff, and I just it fascinates me racing on the beach. Reading Smoky Unix, uh, there's something. Now, we just had the Hall of Fame induction, and we got three people in there, which uh, I was tickled to death to see Herschel McGriff get in, because I saw him race at the fairgrounds in Spartanburg back in the mid 50s. But, um, you know, Smoky Unix, and I've, I've brought this up several times, I, he, I don't know if he'll ever get in there, but how in the world? Can it be legit? I mean, it is legit. I mean, Bud Moore's in there. I'm not going to say it's not legitimate, but good grief. He won, like, two of the first four championships, didn't he? And about the same number of Southern 500s. Like, he won three, maybe Southern 500s out of the first five. You know, how can you keep that man out? Well, uh... I know how, but... <laughs> when, you, when you control your Hall of Fame, you can kind of do that. It, I can... I think fairly safely say that Smokey won't be getting in for some time to come. I mean, he, he, and the, and Bill France Sr. and Bill France Jr. Uh, I'm sure a lot of fans know this had some major, major issues mm-hmm. over the years. I mean, it got it got really, really ugly, particularly in some passages in his in Smokey's book, yeah, which I've read at least three times. Yeah, so that stuff doesn't go away. <laughs> too yeah, easily. It was pretty harsh. I think at some point down the road he'll get in, but it's not going to be soon. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, we, uh, um, I'm, I'm proud for all the Spartan burgers that's in the Hall of Fame, like Bud Moore, and I count Rex White, and I count, and of course, Cotton Owens, and uh, Buck Baker. Uh, Buck Baker. <laughs> when I first moved to Fernwood over by the old Spartan High School, uh, Buck Baker lived almost halfway between my house and Bud Moore's house, and, and Lewis Clements was up by up the top of the hill. So I mean, it was a it was quite an environment for a kid like me. I, I go into Bud Moore's garage when it was on uh, St. John's and Pine Street the, before the latest one. Uh, that was like going to Disneyland for me because I'd play in the cars and nobody ever said a word to me. My mother'd go next door to get her hair done and at Keller's Styling Saloon. And uh, I'd play in the race cars, and they'd walk by, and this never. And I'd pretend to be Buck Baker, and look down on the door, and it said Buck Baker. It was just yeah, great. It's, it's got to be fun. Yeah, Mike, I really appreciate you coming by. I know you uh, um, 
a busy person. I, I, I walked out there when I saw that we had 40 minutes to go, and I'd already mentioned it to you, and you were just getting getting done with the lunch, so I'm, I, I timed it perfectly. Or one of us did, anyway. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Glad to do it. Okay, thank you, Mike. I appreciate you coming on, and we, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Start Your Engines from Fox Sports Spartanburg. Low prices, big selection, quality customer service. That's Nissan of Greer. Get big savings on over 300 new Nissans. Shop our large selection of used vehicles, including Nissan certified pre-owned. Plus, we're the place for commercial fleets, for expert service. And if you need credit, come and get it. Ask about military, college grad, and mobility assist savings too. Hurry to Nissan of Greer today. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Call 864-479-1197 for more details. Spartanburg has been known as the hub city for decades due to our proximity to rail lines and interstate highways. Upstate Logistics has been part of the hub city transportation scene for over a decade. Upstate Logistics provides businesses with warehousing and transportation services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. And more importantly, we support Spartanburg. Be it high school and college sports or important community projects, Upstate Logistics wants to help move Spartanburg forward. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and Spartanburg moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube and Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, and Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway, in Inman. You can't predict what is going to happen, but you can plan. When was the last time you reviewed your financial plan? Financial advisor Trent Lancaster and Janie Montgomery Scott Spartanburg office can help you plan for the what-ifs to guide you in working toward a secure financial future that keeps you on track to meet your financial goals. A financial plan can help you with goals such as planning for retirement, educating your children or grandchildren, and passing on your wealth to the people and causes that are most important to you. Take the first step. Let Trent help you establish a plan today designed to protect you for whatever happens tomorrow. Call today at 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jenny Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. Said no one ever. I love waking up to cold cereal. Nothing satisfies like dry granola. No. Here we say good morning with sizzling sausage, biscuits baked to perfection, the enticing aroma wafting from your freshly prepared breakfast. So make your morning easy and mix and match a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, or hash browns. Any two for just $2. It's McDonald's Easy on the Go Breakfast. 
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Single item at regular price. Value when product served. Welcome back to the historic Darlington Raceway in Darlington, South Carolina. We've had a blast here today, and uh, um, just when I start feeling at home, it's going to be time to go, Greg. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in awe looking at pictures. I think it's, a, it's plum fabricast, and if you can't hardly hear here, the cars, these guys are really for real. Well, my brother just texted me, and he said it sounds pretty good in the background, so uh, I'll take his word for it. It does, uh, it is a good backdrop. It's, well, it's, it's, it's really loud here. <laughs> I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't really tell you, or I guess I could have, but I didn't want to say turn Terry Labonte up or something, because when they went out to practice, all I could tell was when he stopped talking. And I'd ask him a question. Well, but you did a great job, and I appreciate it. And I know your job's not easy. And you've only been there since, what, about a quarter to seven this morning? <laughs> you've done a great job, Matt, and I really appreciate all your help. And uh, I just uh, got the story yesterday on, uh, I thought you were Mitch, but I found out you're really Matt. So uh, <laughs> uh, how's married life going? It's going well, you know. Our actually our one year anniversary is uh, next Sunday or next Saturday. Oh wow! Congratulations. Well, congratulations. Uh, I got you by twenty eight years, so uh, <laughs> but mine's not till June. But uh, you've done a great job, and if you'll just uh, uh, count me down a little bit when we uh, before the music starts playing, I'll appreciate absolutely. It. But thank you, buddy. You've done a fantastic job, and I want to thank Tyler. Tyler Sugar came down here yesterday, and. Uh, scoped this place out and told us uh, <laughs> I got to tell you a funny story we can talk about this uh, after I got the credentials and everything for me and you and Tyler and his brother Brett I thought that was it you know and you know they said you're approved and I thought we'd just walk up and give them our name and they hand us a, a credentials but we they sent us a text invitation that said you're welcome to uh to stay for the race on Sunday, you know the five the five hundred, and I was like, well, I didn't, uh, I can't. So, uh, and we all thought they were just being nice to us, but you had to answer that to get any of your credentials, and and they gave them to you for two days anyway. And so Tyler shows up here yesterday and walks up and says, "May I have my credentials?" And he found out he had to answer that um, text. He had to take his picture. He had to take a picture of his driver's license and answer a few short questions. And uh, he called me and said, Perry, this is what you got to do. We, we needed to answer that text. And um, so I did. And then we did Greg this morning when, Greg, when, we, when we got to the credentials. We're standing outside there and it says credentials and there's your daddy's picture on the pole. And uh, <clears throat> it was really kind of interesting. I'm sorry I have to cough. Uh, Perry said it was a surprise. It was a big surprise. I mean, we'll we'll handle it better Labor Day if they'll have us back. I hope. I want to touch on the uh, television uh, schedule for this weekend. Um, today, the uh, Cup qualifying. I think uh, I think I hear it is <laughs> from ten thirty to twelve thirty on uh, FS1. So that's obviously what's going on out there. The other was practice. That's when you couldn't hear. 
At least now they're only going by every. Uh, uh, hey, how, how long does it take to get around Darlington? Do you remember? It seemed to me like I was looking at the numbers. It seemed like we got around here with Jeff Bodine. It was like a twenty-nine, almost thirty seconds or something. Yeah. Well, that's about what it's taking them to come around now. So uh, that's a whole lot better than all forty of them coming by at once. So anyway, cup qualifying is going on right now here at Darlington. The uh, Xfinity race, the pre-race show is at 12.30, and the race itself is at 1.30, and once again, that's on FS1, and that's the, probably the primary reason we're here is because our radio station, WSPG AM and FM, actually it's FM sponsoring the car. It says Fox Sports, 983 FM Spartanburg, and it's right on the side of the car, and you can't miss it. And it's on the <coughs> excuse me. You're, it's on that rear. You're entitled to cough. Uh, not when I'm doing radio, but uh, it's on that. I think they used to call that the TV panel, the one on the back of the car. It's on that too. So yeah. if anybody ever gets behind Jeremy uh, and they switch that camera on, you'll get a good. Uh, we'll get some good advertising there. But that's from 1.30 to 4, or 1.30 until it's over, uh, the Xfinity race. And then uh, 12.55 to 2 will be Formula One practice from Miami, and I'm looking forward to seeing what that track even looks like. I, know I am too. I saw a layout of it, and it's got some a long straightaway and uh, some sweeping turns. That will be uh, on ESPN News. I'm going to cough again. Hold it. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, that's terrible, but I can't help it. And then uh, Sunday, tomorrow, we have at 3 o'clock. Actually, it's saying here pre-race at 2 o'clock and the race at 3.30, and that's the cup race here at Darlington on FS1. They're, they're qualifying for it now. However, at 2 o'clock, before the... Uh, um, the, uh, the Darlington race will be the Formula One race on ABC, big network, and that will be for Miami. And, you know, Formula One's coming to the United States twice this year, so they'll be back later on at COTA. You know, the, the fall of one thing, you've, like we're talking about Homestead, you went through all the whole process of all that stuff. Well, um, no, the, the Formula One's never been to Homestead. It, they've raced... Uh, They've never Formula One's never been to Miami. They've had races on the lake on the the, the Bayside. You know, when what, I was down what? there, they had IndyCar races and they had sports car races and everything. But the Formula One's never been there, and this is a new track they built out at Hard Rock Stadium. So it's uh, it's something brand new for me, and I'm looking forward to it to seeing it. Um, <coughs> excuse me, gosh, almighty, I'm barely I'm barely gonna make it, folks. Uh, I kind of bowed you in the, in the river, didn't I? Uh, no, I just, uh, my throat's giving out on me. I, I need to go to a graduation or something and let my throat, uh, rest, yeah. let my, start you, you clapping do, or something. You, you do have something <laughs> uh, a little bit more important. Well, I don't know. Like, uh, yes, I guess it would be more more important. But uh, looking ahead for next week, uh, on IMSA TV will be the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car, and that's the race we talked about at Mid-Ohio. ARCA will be in Kansas. This is all next Saturday, and the IndyCar race from the road course at Indianapolis will be on NBC and Peacock. So uh, 
a lot of racing coming up as Memorial Day gets closer. Greg, I found out that uh, as far as bumping at Indianapolis, as of when the official entry list uh, was completed, and I think it was May 1st, uh, 33 cars entered. So there won't be any bumping this year unless they, unless something, I've got bum information or they decide to add a car to the field. Where, but Where's AJ when we need him? Well, he's got three cars in the race That's now. What I'm saying. You know, if some of the others would come up with that. You know, Penske's got, I think Andretti's got five. But, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. I, I think the sport's healthy, and I was saying I earlier think. in the year that maybe we'd have 20, 35 or 40, but uh, 33 is enough. You know, they haven't had less than 33 since 1947, and we certainly don't the want bump, a short field. The bump day. Well, that was cool. It, 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 Indy's Indy. There, there was so much drama involved in that with... Uh, you know, are you fast enough to make it? And, and if you don't, you got to go home. And do I take this speed? Is it going to be fast enough? Do I turn it down? Because you get three attempts. But once you take an attempt, that car it, that car is done. So, uh, but that's coming up later on in the month. I'm really looking forward to it. So, uh, so you got to ride home, or do I need to drop you at the bus station? Uh, no, my, my <laughs> Candy, Candy and Dominic, they've been here, and they out walking in the pits and talking to people and all I that. I wish they'd have come in here and talked to me. We could have put, I'd have been glad to put them on the air this last 20 minutes and save what's left of my voice. But uh, uh, I'm glad they're all down here, all your, your relatives, uh, not all of them, but some of them, uh, enjoying Darlington. I don't know how long it's been since they've been here, but it's, uh, or if they've ever been here, but it's it's, it's good to see them around and and uh, maybe it'll bring, bring Jeremy luck. I hope it does. And just being here, it's been a learning experience. <coughs> if I'd, like I say, if I'd have got two months carried away, I wish I had my autograph book. <laughs> I mean, it, it really, and, and Perry's right about Andy, you know, other than Daddy and Cotton and Hanford, Perry's been, been up there a bunch. He said, you ain't going to believe. When I rode through the tunnel, I was shaking. The first time. Yeah, it, it's at least a, you you gave me some good pre warning. It's a it's an impressive place. Uh, impressive. Uh, it's you know the five hundred mile race. Uh, I, I hope it never. I hope they never start saying here's the four the five most whatever it is famous words in motorsports. I hate that. And uh, I hate that too. But I I, I don't. They've never, as far as I know, I have to. I, I may stand corrected on this, but I don't think they've slumped to a driver's spurt your engines yet. I think it's ladies and gentlemen, if there's ladies in the race or that's gentlemen, exactly. but I'm not sure they. But I could be wrong. They might have been doing it for the last two years, and I just don't recall. You you took the word right out of my mouth. Uh, <coughs> I don't know how it, it could be. I'm just so impressed with something it's like going through Indy you had to be there to believe it well it's just you know you can kind of and this place is, this place is the same way uh, maybe not to a, that great of an extent but when you walk into Indy or you walk into Darlington I mean you know you're, you're you know you're someplace I mean, it's not just uh, your average track. It's not, and I'm not putting down any other tracks, oh, like Atlanta wow. or Daytona or anything. But Darlington is—I uh, never forget in Thunder and Carolina, 
which is my favorite racing movie, which was made in 1959, right here, released in 1960. Rory Calhoun, Rory Calhoun and uh, and uh, Alan Hale Jr., the, the skipper on Gilligan's Island, and he says to Les York, who's the young rookie, he says, uh, "Little boys don't drive, Darlington. Men do." Do you write? And uh, it, this this is just a this is a famous track. It's got famous people. You know they've ran. Uh, for three years here, uh, they ran Indy cars in the mid fifties. They done so much here; it's unbelievable. <coughs> you know, the AAA timing people. Yeah. It, I mean, we could we could talk about one section of the track for hours. Is 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 that impressive? Well, I mean, one of the most terrible incidents in the history of stock car racing. Actually, two of them. Took place no more than a. Well, Bobby Myers was killed right here within a nine iron shot from where we're sitting, and a little further down, they had a. In 1960, they had a. Before they had a pit wall, three, uh, uh, an official and two mecha mechanics. They got, had a, got they taken had a out. Line. I mean, it, 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 <laughs> it, but it's, but and, and Elmo Henderson used to say, you know, three guys had just gotten killed here, and that was in 1960. And I'd come in for a pit stop, and my guys would come out and with no cover whatsoever, completely exposed to the cars going by, changing tires with a with a manual lug wrench. Well, you know, Richard had the convertible in about ninety degree weather, and you know, with no protection whatsoever. And you know, it was just Darlington, Indianapolis. Uh, you know, they're just they're sort of in the same the same group. I don't put Daytona in there. I, I put just Darlington and Daytona. I mean, Darlington and Indianapolis as just no the doubt. really no doubt founding uh, speedways, whether they really are or not. You know, stock car racing wouldn't be anything without Darlington for me anyway. And of course, Indianapolis is the greatest race in the world. So, like I say, AJ can't run all the cars. That was funny. It was funny you mentioned AJ. You remember about one time and was it the middle? Middle '80s, early '80s, he was running. He ran the entire NASCAR circuit, and uh, he was a rookie at Darlington. And that was, uh, you know, AJ Foyt, one of the greatest rider, drivers in the world. But he had to wear I, a yellow. I was here. Yeah, you were here. It was. He had to was, wear a yellow, like, yellow bumper stripe. They didn't. They didn't discriminate. <laughs> no, no. When AJ Foyt's classified as a rookie, you uh, uh, you, you got a lot to learn. I'm learning now. Well, Greg, I, I tell you, a lot of this has to do with you. Of course, me and, being on this radio station at all is because of you. But us coming down here uh, strictly for the purpose of honoring your father and, and keeping up with... Uh, and Mother's Day tomorrow. Mother, don't forget Mother's Day we tomorrow. We ain't forgetting about mamas or no, nothing. No, my wife's a mama, so I got to right. take care of Giannis. So hopefully, hopefully she'll get her... Youngest graduated today, and I think Jake's coming over from Camp Lejeune to see it. Two and, uh, beautiful children. And um, it's going to be a good weekend, I hope. I'm looking forward to it. But this was a great way to start it off, I'll it, say that. It, it sure is. It really is. And, uh, I, I just, I'm lost for words. Well, I'm, don't be. Cause we got, well, we got a minute to go. I think we're going to make it now. But you... Uh, it's been great having you here, and I'll, I'll make sure you get your stuff out of my car, and you just have a... Yeah, I don't even know if I locked it. <laughs> I think I did. The first thing I done, I hit the trunk button, and then I pushed it. 
That's all right. We'll get we'll get it. But uh, you uh, have a good rest of your day down here. I don't know how long your your ride's going to stick around, but you may be stuck watching a stock car race. And I can think of a whole lot worse things to have to do. I I'm on. I, I, I take save some of it. Well, if you leave and Jeremy Clements wins this race, you'll you'll never let it down. Uh, I won't let you live it down. You remember, remember uh, Daddy had that abscess tooth yeah. and left Daytona? Yeah. And we about ready to win the race, run third and everything. And I said, Daddy's already up, but what am I going to do? <laughs> Put your big boy patch on. Well, that's it. We did three hours from Darlington. I appreciate everybody listening. All our guests, Mike Henry, uh, Deb Williams, Terry Labonte, and Jeremy Clements, Ryan Delaney, everybody thank you. Natalie, nobody's coming to dance today, and uh, not from this group. And the rest of you, keep it between the fences.